We're just one minute away from listening to the best bullet team in podcasting live. But first, here's a piece of information you need to know. Have you always wanted to make an impact online? Now's your chance. GoDaddy.com has domain names for as low as $1.99. But that's not all. GoDaddy.com also offers world-class hosting and fast and easy website builders. Plus, by you being a listener of MuggleCast Live, you can save an additional 10% on any order by entering code MUGGLE. Oh yeah, that's MUGGLE. M-U-G-G-L-E. MUGGLE. Some restrictions do apply, but feel free to see the site for details. I want you to get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com. One more movie this week. This is Michael Cast Live, episode 136 from March 13th, 2008. I should have said the intro earlier. Thursday, March 13th, 2008. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am Andrew Sims, and as everyone knows by now, Warner Brothers has announced that Deathly Hellers will be split into two separate films. MuggleCast is coming at you live tonight for a special episode, and we're going to discuss all the announcements uh, that have happened in the past few days. I am very pleased to tell you that we have here tonight the best team in Potter podcasting. Uh, we haven't tested these, so yes, and I will be very embarrassed if it doesn't work. Starting first with the lovely, heartwarming Laura Thompson. Hey, everybody. I'm really, really excited to be here to talk about this very, very exciting news. Second, MuggleCast news anchor Micah Tannenbaum is here. Hey, I'm just happy to not be doing work. Micah, you've been so busy lately. I feel I bad have. for you. I feel bad for you. Uh, third, everyone's favorite Southern California co-host, but uh, soon I will be taking over that position. Matthew Britton is here. Hey everyone, I just drank about a 24 pack of Mountain Dew and I'm all set. That's fascinating. (laughs) And fourth and finally this evening, uh, the person I'm about to introduce will probably be bigger news than the movie split announcement. Ben (laughs) Sheen has returned to the show. Hi, I'm excited to be back. I haven't done this in a long time, so I'm sorry if I sound a bit rusty, but uh, I'm I'm sure I'll get back into things. Maybe, kind of, sort of. Ben. I don't know. Where have you been? Oh, you don't even know. You don't even want to know, Andrew. I've been I've Where been through everything. Been, 
I missed you. Well, I mean, I've heard the rumors. I've heard the rumors about personal issues, whatever those may be. <laughs> what could they be? Oh, just stuff. Just stuff. You know, just living life, you know? Yeah. Out, do, out doing my thing. Well, it seems these days you only come back for the big announcements. I mean, last time you were on the show, uh, Dumbledore was gay. I mean, he still is, but, yeah. you know. Come on, Andrew. <laughs> what? Just like that changes. Come on. <laughs> it doesn't make any difference. Anyway, uh, we're, we're uh, here live tonight, and um, coming up in the second hour of the show, we are going to have a couple other people on the show. I don't want to spoil the surprise, but... Uh, Andrew, it actually feels what? like I'm on a radio show right now. This is really Why is weird. that? Why is that? Because I haven't done this since, like, like, I did it in October one time, and then before that, I hadn't done it since... Like the the live shows we did in June on the MuggleCast tour, and then before that, I hadn't done it since like oh, right, February. Right. So I thought you were so going to say because it sounds so professional, because you're playing music, Andrew. You're broadcasting to hundreds of people. No, it's not. That. No, but I, I would I would like to comment that you do sound pretty good at this. Like oh, I can you. tell that you've had a lot of practice. Like thank 136 you. episodes with the practice. <laughs> I've also read that broadcasting book. Oh, the broadcasting that. for dummies? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> one time one time in the early developments of the show, like me and Andrew were arguing about something, and he he's basically, I wrote a broadcasting book, Ben. You can't argue with me. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, no, but you guys always used to make fun of me because I would, I, you would think every time I said something insightful about broadcasting, you'd be like, oh, you just got that from the book. <laughs> um, I miss you guys, though. Like, the listeners and, like, uh, Laura, I missed you a lot, Laura. Just so oh, you know. I missed you, too. You're my favorite female muggle caster. I mean, I still listen to the show on a daily basis. Like, I used to listen to the daily? episodes over and over again. Oh, really? Yeah. Here I'm I was. Big, I'm, a, I'm a huge muggle cast fan. See, that's what happened. I went from a host to a fan. I just I just love the show so much. <laughs> well, that's very nice. <laughs> 1,200 people listening right now. 1,200 Really? 1,200? Oh, that's, a, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. I'm kind of nervous. Uh, no. Anyway, let's get into it. Let's get into why um, everyone's listening tonight. Yesterday... The LA Times actually broke the story that uh, Deathly Hallows is going to be split into two separate films. The first part, Deathly Hallows Part 1, will be released November 2010. Part 2... Is that what they're going to call it, though? Yes. Yes, this is what they're going to call it. <laughs> part 2, May 2011. Well, let, let's start with the names. Let's start with the name. Uh, uh, first of all, I have to... Someone's, like, talking in the background. Is there a TV on in your room, Ben? In Emerson's room? Um, actually, like, uh, the, the, I, there's two people in this room with me right now, and I, I'm actually in Emerson's dorm room here yeah. at Notre Dame, and uh, Emerson and his girlfriend are off in the corner whispering sweet nothings in each other's Aww. ears, so <laughs> it's not it's not my fault, guys, like, and I don't have a headset anymore, because I retired from podcasting for, for a while, but now, but now, I, and you're breaking up at the same time. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry it's, about that. It's all right. Um, so okay, so I'll try to turn them off. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, thank you. Tell them to get a room. Gosh, aren't they in a room though? This oh. is the room. Oh, <laughs> that was the joke, people. Um, all right. So, what do you think of the names? I mean, because we were speculating about this. Um, I got on a, a few weeks ago. Like, what would they call it? Do you think part one and part two is a good idea? I mean, when I when I read it in print, I thought, oh, that's not bad. I think it makes the most sense, honestly. I mean, what else would you call it? Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't yeah. know. We well, cut the t- entire title in half. Just Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry and- Potter and- 
I don't know. Maybe. Well, I just thought that maybe if they were focusing each movie on, like, a certain plot, maybe they would be like, Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows. Um, uh, Do the biggest subtitle to it. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Actually, I think a subtitle would be better than just calling it part one. I think maybe they will cover the subtitle. You think that's a possibility? I, I would think so, because I don't know if that's enough separation, part one and part two. Like, eh, I well, I think I, I think from a marketing perspective, like how how great is that going to be? Like how well is that going to sell saying, go see Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows part one? If they had a sub, some type of subtitle to it, I think it would sell, sell a lot better and people would like it a lot more, I think. Right. Mike Tannenbaum, any thoughts on this? Oh. Not really. I mean, part one, part two, I could really care less. I'm just going to go see the movie anyway. So, <laughs> Yeah. Um, movies, Mike. Movies. Work. Movies, yeah. Good point. Yeah, movies. Or I can pull what I did with Order of the Phoenix and not see it until five months later. <laughs> Micah, do you still do the news? Do you still do the news, Micah? Of course he still I do. News. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Andrew. Of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> um... Another, que- another question that uh, WB is already getting a lot of uh, – well, uh, critics are saying that they're just in this for the money. And I have a feeling this is going to be s- speculation for months, probably years. Well, obviously years because the movie doesn't come out for years. Well, of course it's about the money. I mean, come on. Like, why else would they make two films? I mean, I, I mean, I understand wanting to do the series justice, and I really think David Heyman is a real Harry Potter fan and that he would want to do the series justice, but – like ultimately, the reason that it was approved from the top was be- was because of the money. I mean, of course. why you can we want to prolong it to make as much money as possible? I mean, it's already the like you, Andrew. You and I were talking about this the other day. It's already the the biggest grossing film franchise ever. There's right. only five of the films out. Right, and is it for the money? I mean, see, the thing is. Heyman said in that L.A. Times article, I swear to God, it's not for the money, which I thought was funny because it feels like they are expecting it. You know, when, they, when Heyman's already going, I swear to God, it's not for money. Well, probably the, 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 the money decision was probably just for the initial decision on making it into two parts. But I don't think the money part is really a decision for the entire filmmaking process. Well, what do you I mean, mean, Matt? Yeah, what do well, you mean? Well, basically um, – they probably thought in consideration – I mean they definitely put money as a consideration for the film. But, I mean, every single Harry Potter film always had the money in, um, in, in consideration. It wasn't just this film in particular. So, yeah, and what people also aren't considering when they say that WB is only in this for the money, making this such a big event is good publicity for them. So yeah, money's part of it, but so is publicity and getting but, a good name but, for themselves and putting out a movie that people are going to love. Right, but what does publicity lead to? Well, money, money. of course. Yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> there, there's no doubt that money is an inherent cause behind doing this, but at the same time, I don't see what the big deal is because I'm a Harry Potter fan. Almost everyone I know is a Harry Potter fan, and we're all psyched that they're making two movies out of it. So why is everyone complaining? It doesn't matter. Well, well I don't think people are really complaining. I mean, they're just people who are saying it's all about the money. But like, I've looked around. I've seen people writing on my wall on Facebook and just like people's MSN names, people's Skype, little um, Skype message, you know, you can put in your name or whatever. And everyone's stoked about this. Of Every course. Harry Potter fan loves this idea. Nobody really cares that it's about the money. It's just a few film critics or whatever who want to try to – 
be critical about See, it. But, yeah, everyone's yeah. looking to be critical. But it's not. There are there are people on the MuggleNet comments, and there have been a few emails. I mean, you're right. They're like on Facebook and everything. Everyone's going, ah, I'm so excited. And how can you not be excited? But I think some people are worried that if they're in it for the money, if these people believe they're in it for the money, then they believe that it won't be as good because they're not really trying to do the books justice. They're just trying to do it for money. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh, I see what you mean. Like, I don't think money is really the motive behind it. I mean, it's such a long book. You know, it's a really long book. Yeah. The only thing that, like, the only reason I see why they'd be critical of it is because they didn't do it for Order of the Phoenix. Order of the Phoenix was the longest book in the series. And I really don't quite understand uh, Heyman's logic when he says, well, we could cut it out in these earlier films, but we can't cut it out now. I mean, it's all like J.K. Rowling said herself that she looks at all seven books as just like one huge novel. And I, I don't know why the pieces in the seventh are any more important than the pieces in the fifth. Yeah, and know. the reason why they're in this position is because they cut so much out of the previous films. I mean, exactly. they're kind of yeah. in this place where they can't afford not to make two films. You know, some of the people who are making comments, though, would be those same people that would complain if they decided not to cut it into two and it turned out to be this two and a half hour movie that didn't you know, follow the plot the way that they thought it should. So, you know, you can't really have it both ways in the sense that you know, you're arguing it now that's split in two. It's a financial thing. I don't really think it's a financial thing, though, either, because guys like David Heyman are working on this, and they care about the series, too. They care about the books and making sure that everything gets in there. This should also be seen as, you know, something where Warner Brothers actually cares about the fans and are finally giving them what they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think we should just uh, embrace it rather than worry about you know if money's the motive because I think we are going to get two great quality films because Warner Brothers is going to allow no less and J.K. Rowling's going to allow no less. So regardless right. whether or not it's about the money, it doesn't matter because they're going to be two good films and it's giving the fans what they wanted all along, like what Micah said. Exactly. Now, uh, yeah. St- Steve Clovis, screenwriter for all the Potter films, but Order, correct? Yeah. 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 Right. Um, he sent an email over to the Baltimore Sun, I believe it was, and said that they they were actually seriously considering doing it for Goblet of Fire. And what's ironic is just a couple episodes ago, we were saying that was, that movie was one of the films that progressed the best and included everything. Right, Micah? I think you were, you were the one raving about it. Well, I said that they were able to take about the first hundred pages of the book and really roll it into five minutes, uh, in the, from everything that happened in those opening scenes. And I actually thought they did a really good job with it, um, compared to maybe something like Order of the Phoenix, where they were just so all over the place. But yeah, I mean, I, you really, from Goblet of Fire onward, you could make two films uh, out of any of these books. I mean, even with Half Blood Prince, if you really wanted to. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I was kind of surprised to to see that for Goblet of Fire, though, um, because I thought that uh, Mike Newell did a really good job. He did. I mean, yeah. on the other hand, I do understand like the necessity of why they would want to include the seventh book, like all, all elements of the seventh book, because when Joe wrote it, she had to include absolutely everything that was pivotal to the series. You know what I mean? Like as she was writing the last book, like each chapter was like the journey, Harry's journey. And I guess I understand why it would be difficult to cut that out. I mean, I know I was kind of saying the opposite a minute ago, but I mean, I, I guess I do see that now, now that I think about it more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Warner brothers is on the hook. I mean, they, they have to include literally, well, not, I guess not literally, but close to everything now. I mean, they're going to get so much 
uh, you know what for <laughs> leaving anything out at this point because now they have two films to incorporate as much as possible. Yeah, the mm-hmm. the, the bar has been raised so much higher now. Yeah. I, I just can't imagine how much more critical people are going to be. Mm-hmm. They're going to complain about the littlest sentence that is not included <laughs> in these mm-hmm. movies now. Matt? Well, with also another um, point to add for the um, the money-making strategy, a lot of people like complain that um, the, the whole decision for making more money was basically separating it into two films, but also they're also making two full-length films, which is going to spend the, the studio twice as much more money to, to make. So they're going right, to have but, to find another way to get it all back. But it, it, well, how how much does it hurt Warner Brothers? I mean, oh yeah, come on. Look this at, is Harry Potter. <laughs> how much? How much? How much did, yeah, they, did they make when they were named the, the top grossing franchise of all time? It was in the billions, wasn't it? it wasn't it like oh, a definitely, definitely in the billions. So I'm sure someone's gonna say in the chat in about two seconds. By the way, uh, MichaelCast.com/live. If you want to send in some feedback via email, go there, send in your message, and it will pop up on our computer screens, and uh, we'll read uh, some of the better stuff. But anyway, I just think the bar is set really high at this point, and I would be—I'm scared, and I think Warner Brothers should be scared. Scared of what? The expectation thing. I mean, you know, I'm well, really, I, I think this is great. I think I really do believe that David Barron, David Heyman, the two producers, do firmly want to do the final film justice because it's the final book and this is it. This is do or die. If you make this last one bad, the series is going to be remembered as a series that was eh, okay. It had good movies, but mm-hmm. then the most important one at all time pff, flopped. So we'll, we'll see. When well, you think about it, though, they could actually make this one of the greatest things ever, you know, by splitting the two films. But if they do it wrong, it's just me or could this go, like, horribly wrong, you know? Like, horribly bad. Like, mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? Like, if they don't How choose good. to split it How in the right part, does that make yes, sense? Yes, that's true. We'll, we'll get to that mm-hmm. in a second. But, Matt, what were you saying? Hmm? Um, shoot. I, I don't know. I was, th- I was listening to Ben. MuggleCast Live, no room for error. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Let's focus now on three questions Heyman brought up in uh, the article. And you know what? Okay. I I know he listens to the show now because he asked questions in the uh, article on the LA Times and he didn't answer them. So he clearly wants us to answer them. So let's do it. Question one. (laughs) Where should they make the split? Ben Shane, where should they make the split? Oh my gosh, Andrew, that's a, that's a difficult question. Your name is I mean, Ben Heyman, and you and and David Yates and Clovis, you're all sitting in a meeting, and you're going, where should we split it? Where would you split it? Well, I'm guessing like somewhere like midway through the book. I mean, that that's just where. <laughs> well, said. I, well yeah. said. Yeah, I definitely well, see that. Yeah, I agree with you, Ben. Definitely. Well, isn't that sort of obvious though? I mean, well, I mean. If you want to be mean about it, Andrew. No, no, I'm mean, not trying to be mean. I feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> See, Andrew, this is why I didn't do MuggleCast for so long. <laughs> why, why I just come I on here. Time? You just beat me down. <laughs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> no, I, does anyone have any ideas for for where to split well, it? We talked about this, Andrew, yeah. in the previous episode. Okay, but now well, it's official. Like, so we the have to be that It was at, um, when, uh, when, when, they, um, when, they, when Harry said Voldemort's name, and then they were outside calling him to come out. That they were trapped, the Malfoy Manor. Right. That was like yeah. midway in in the chapter. I think that's what the conclusion we went to, wasn't it, Laura? Yeah. Basically, what happens? It's um at the end of the Deathly Hallows chapter, um, which is right before Malfoy Manor, and Harry says it, and they hear 
a dozen people outside the tent saying, come out with your hands up, we don't care who you are, we'll kill you if you try to do anything. Exactly. So I think that would be a great place to split it. Just imagine the first movie ending there. Yeah, because that's because people are going to be so excited slash upset, and they're just going to want to run back and see this part two movie because you're leaving them at this cliffhanger. That's like the best thing to do when you want to split a movie in half is leave like a cliffhanger for them to for people who haven't read the book or haven't done anything who don't know what's going to happen next to speculate. See, that's the yeah. thing though. I mean, people who have already read the uh, the majority of people will already have read the book. So. Is it really a cliffhanger? Like, you're really going to be on the edge of your seat for six months? Which we'll get to in a minute, the, the wait. It's the closest films. cliffhanger well, you can get for half the book. Well, what about, does anyone think that a, uh, like, do you think a three and a, doing one three-and-a-half-hour movie would be better than doing two? I mean, I'm sure you guys discussed this before, but. Mm, but will it be even, like, I, do you honestly think it'll be like a three-and-a-half-hour movie? Because two movies. I was no, 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 no. It would be like I, an hour and a half. No, I no, I'm saying I'm saying if uh if they were if they were to do just one three and a half hour movie as opposed to two separate films, do you think that that would be better than than what they're doing now? Um it's hard to say. I technically if if it would be like a one three and a half hour movie or two two and a half hour movies, then I would I would decide on two movies cuz then they would add more to keep more stuff in from the books. Right, but I'm just saying, I'm just thinking about how, like, what they were able to do with the past movies and how they were able to condense so much into, you know, two and a half hours. I'm thinking if they were given an extra hour, why couldn't they do it justice? I don't know. Well, do you think we put it into account of how many people wish that they put more into the, the movie than the books, and they're putting that into more account for this last film? So that's probably maybe why. I wonder if they have a rule about, you know, how long Warner Brothers will make, it, will make a film. I mean, I, you know... To memory, they haven't ever really split a film before in this way, so I guess it would help. Well, didn't um, Steve Close say something about uh, an extra hour and a half to work with now when he uh, did that interview in the Baltimore Sun? Sorry, say that again? He said something about having an extra hour and a half at least to work with now. So that kind of made me wonder the range of how long the films were going to be. He did say that? I I didn't... uh... I didn't in read the, that. In the Baltimore really? Sun. Yeah. Huh. I me, might have missed it. Let me bring it up here one second. Few people writing in to the MuggleCast feedback. Care from Parsippany, New Jersey. It should, in all caps, it should be split uh, when uh, Zeno says, I have to tell you about the Deathly Hollows. That's not a bad idea. No, that's not bad either. Given that it's the title. The only reason I was thinking what we were talking about sounded really good is actually it's not quite halfway through the book. It's actually over halfway. But at that point, you start getting into all of the much more detailed scenes, like where they go to Gringotts and, of course, the final battle. And I guess I felt like if they had more time with the second film to just work with the climax, they could really do it good justice instead of having to worry about a bunch of other information from earlier on in the book. Andrew, just so you know, uh, Shannon from New Jersey just wanted to let us know that they're also splitting The Hobbit in two. Oh, so they are. Okay. There's another yeah. film like oh, this. that'll be good. Copycats. No, I didn't <laughs> know that. Matt, did you know that? You seemed like you... Yeah, uh... I did, actually. But they announced it before they decided to split the Deathly Hollows, so... Yeah. Have they said anything like... Um, I mean, I know it's not Warner Brothers, but have they said anything like, you know, what they're going to... You know, how long the two parts are going to be, et cetera, et cetera? Hello? 
<laughs> sorry, sorry. I thought I thought the Skype yeah, ended or there something. There was an awkward <laughs> silence for a second. Uh, I, I didn't know that that was that was directed to me. No, I don't really know. I have no idea. Okay. All right. Well, Andrew, I found who said that. It wasn't uh, Steve. It was Alan Horn, who's the president and uh, COO of Warner Brothers. They have an extra. That was in that L.A. Times article. He was the one who said that they'll have at least another hour and a half to work with. So. All right, so look at uh, Order of the Phoenix, two and a half hours. Add an hour and a half to that, that's four hours. So splitting each one into two hours, at least, I think that's good. Yeah. I think that's I good. I think that'd be great, yeah. Um, I don't... Mm-hmm. I think two and a half hours would be perfect, though, because then you won't have too many people complaining, because it is, it, is, it is two films. Um, gosh, it right. feels like such a long time, though, especially when it gives the DVD. That's another question. Let's yeah. jump into that real real quick. Are they going to uh, package it all together? Well, I bet. I, I bet no. Why? Well, no, I bet what they're going to do. No, actually, since they come out so far apart, like how long? How far apart did they come out again? Uh, six months. Is it? Six months apart. Since they're coming out six months apart, they'll probably they're going to want to milk this for all it's worth. So they're going to release the first movie. Then sometime in between there and the and the second movie, I bet they're going to release a DVD. Then after the second movie comes out, they're yeah. going to release a DVD for that. And then later on down the road, they're going to release Complete the collections together. Yep. Yeah. Christmas time. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you see, financial gain. Yeah. I mean, you know. I think it's a win-win situation. Yeah. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Like everybody yeah. wins, to be honest. Uh, yeah, and that's what I was saying to who, I guess maybe Matt, I was saying that everyone does win. I mean, who loses here? Seriously. The crew? <laughs> who have to work for? Maybe, I mean, yeah. Everyone People makes who wallets? don't have as much money to buy two DVDs? <laughs> I guess. Everyone makes more money. MuggleCast will last an extra Just... year. Um, you know, everyone wins. Everyone wins. And you know, Would it really makes sense, though, for them to release part one and part two separately, though? Absolutely. Yeah, I think they would. Studios have been known to like delay a DVD release for almost an entire year. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I honestly like what Ben said about releasing them both separately and then around Christmas time releasing a box set. That makes the most sense to me. Yeah. And and also, okay. I mean, look, look at all the collector's editions and things they have. I mean, yeah. we just posted on MuggleNet the other day that they're going to have the special Blu-ray books. And I mean, on top of this, Warner Brothers has a special Order of the Phoenix edition thing, and you know the timing you isn't. Know, if if say the first part was coming out in like June, I say yeah, definitely they're they're definitely going to have part one out for Christmas. But I I don't know the timing's interesting as well. You know, I what I really wish they would do, I wish they would take the Lord of the Rings model and release an extended edition. You know what I mean? Like for like the the previous films, they should have done this all along. They should have had. Because that would please the purists, you know what I mean? You could go to the theater, yeah. you could see the two-hour movie, the two-and-two-and-a-half-hour movie or whatever, and then when it came out on DVD, you'd have something to look forward to, you know what I mean? Like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Imagine how excited like the fans around MuggleNet, the people listening to this podcast would be if when the DVD came out, it was like seeing a whole, nother, a whole different film with more scenes added to it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, we also know from, especially the first two films from their, um, from the actors and crew's interviews, that they have so many scenes that they shot that were taken out that were actually pretty good. Yeah. But it was cut down for time. So we know at least Sorcerer's Stone and Chamber of Secrets have those scenes um, j- just laying around somewhere in a studio. Yeah. Uh, 
Terry from Wisconsin's writing in live via the Muggercast feedback form. Movie two will be released in 2000. Oh no, part two, she means, will be released in 2011. That's the 10 year anniversary of movie one. Time for anniversary issue? Yes. <laughs> Another edition <laughs> to be released. Uh, it just, it just. Oh my God. It's been 10 hurts. years. Oh yeah. my gosh. That's. That's just for the movies, not the books. Oh, I feel old. Yeah, we're, we're gonna, it's gonna be what? 13 years once the. When the movie's coming out, 13 years since Sorcerer's Stone, or 14 years? Yes. Andrew, what I want to talk about is what this means for us. What does this mean for us, Ben? Personally, well, I planned I, on ending uh, next year. Like, that's it. I'm, like, throwing my MuggleCast recording box out and being done with it. Well, Will you be here in 2011? Definitely. I'm I, I'm never going away. I'm back for good, folks. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you can't, you can't get rid of me. Ben, will you, you can't get rid of me. Will you, uh, will you go on the record now saying... You that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will you go on the record well, now saying you'll be on this week's uh, pre-recorded episode of MuggleCast? I will not I will not go on the record saying anything because, <laughs> Andrew, I don't want to disappoint the fans. What if tomorrow oh, I'm driving... I'm, I'm in the car and my car flips over and I don't make it to record the show. That's very then, thoughtful. You know what I mean? Like, it just wouldn't be very nice of me. But uh, but think just about it, case, though. Ben, this do you means... want to make a little nice goodbye on this episode? Just in case? Well, I mean, I think that we should all say goodbye if that's the case. I mean, you know, oh, yeah. God willing. <laughs> uh, but uh, what I, as I was saying, as I was saying, uh, this means two more movie premieres, which I am so excited about. Because, yeah. I mean, the last two movie premieres have been two of the like the most fun times of my life. Because yeah. the first movie premiere was when I met Andrew and I uh, met so many people from MuggleNet. And Emerson? Wait, was that the met, first? No, no I met Emerson before that. That was the first time I met uh, Emerson. And then there was just so many times, you know, and it was just, so, I mean, so many good times at those movie premieres, and it's just really exciting. I can't wait to do to go to them again. Yeah. It, it's a very interesting vibe around the premieres. I mean, uh, um, the, along the red carpet, all the fans are there, of course, and everyone's just so excited. And Emerson always does his trademark uh, revving up of the crowd with getting them all chanting Michael Matt, <laughs> uh, which is always funny. <laughs> Heyman, question number two. How do you make them one, but two separate and distinct stories? I think this is a very interesting question, because I, what, what do you do, do you, here? Uh, wait, they want them to make, be distinct? His words are, how do you make them one, but two separate and distinct stories? So they have to be able to connect once they put them together on the DVD. But how do you make them separate and that people will be satisfied with each part? I mean, because there's... You know, this is a six-month difference you're seeing each of these. Well, I guess the best way I can think of doing that, and I mean, I'm not exactly sure how they're going to film this and how it's going to work, but instead of filming it in two parts, they should film it as one big movie and then cut it, I think. Isn't that that probably what they're going to do? I think so. No, yeah, they are filming it all together. Oh, they are? Okay. Because I thought maybe with the six-month difference, they might take advantage of the time to do some additional filming after the first one comes out. Well, so, what they do with um, the other films, um, is, uh, when they do like a trilogy or a series of films, is um, also th- they change um, the main theme of the music in, in the films. They ha- like each movie has its own certain theme. Like in the Harry Potter movies, um, Harry Potter 1 was mainly Hedwig's theme. Second one was um, Fox and, and Lockhart. The third one was um, uh, Double Trouble, whatever it was. Was that, was that what it was called? Yeah. Double, double. Yeah. yeah. 
That was a so no, they, no, we won't they get keep it, playing that in the in the background. It would probably Something make a little wicked distinct. this way. Come. Yeah, imagine that if they if <laughs> if in the trailer it was like a mashup. I don't. Is this what you're trying to say, Matt? It was. It's a mashup of like all the soundtracks that we we've, we've heard so far. How cool would that be? I mean, that, I don't know. How, I don't know how cool it would be because it like I don't know how cool those it. tracks go together. <laughs> that, well, <know>? That's true. <laughs> hey guys, guys. Emma from Olympia, Washington, has a good question. Uh, she was wondering which of your guys' dream director would have been for Deathly Hallows. David Yates, right. hands down. Who? I, <laughs> David Yates. I'm sort of. Oh. Sort actually, of actually, I mean, I think he's going to do a good job. But yeah, I mean, I part think... part of me, part of me, would like to see Peter Jackson just because he's such a pimp. Yeah. Can I, can I say pimp? Is that okay? Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Just okay. Did. Yeah, <laughs> I love David Yates. I think he did a really great job with Order of the Phoenix. I think these next two or three movies, rather, are going to be phenomenal. But I've always wanted to see Terry Gilliam direct a Harry Potter film. Yeah, really? You have to remind me who that yeah. is. He's yeah, one of the I Python cast, and he, he directs all these just bizarre and out there movies, but he just provides a very distinct personality to them. And I think he has a very offbeat way of directing that would have been great for Harry Potter. I think actually he was being considered at one point. I know JK Rowling said she wanted him to do it, but they, um, Warner brothers didn't want to use him because they thought he would be too mean with children or something along those (laughs) lines. So apparently he's kind of a tyrant (laughs) on set, but he produces great films. Yeah. Oh, guys, guys, uh, um, Andre from Kansas has a really good question. I'm sorry, Andrew, if this makes you mad that I'm bringing up all these questions, but get over it. This is a really good question I have to ask. <laughs> uh, uh, Andre says, how are they going to make sure non-fans under- understand the concept of two different films in, produ- in promotion or production, either or? They're going to have big, bold letters before each movie saying part one and part two. No, but uh, do, don't you think this would be confusing to some people? I think it um... would be. They may make a m- montage before the part two movie. I like think maybe yeah. a bad dream of all the stuff that happened in Harry and he wakes up or something. Yeah. But, do, you, do you think they'll do like a recap in part two? Or do you think probably. they'll just go straight into it? You'll probably get a, some scenes that are played at the beginning of the movie that kind of take you through what happened in the, in the first part. But I think you I have think, to. Yeah. I agree, um, and I agree with what Ben was saying, or to answer what Ben was saying before, I think that would be solved by having subtitles and also, you know, or, uh, I, and one thing I think you could do, though, is you could really break it up and say, you know, part one was more about Harry learning about the Horcruxes, and maybe that's how they'll try and, and move it in that direction, and the second one is more about him finding them and destroying them. That's a good yeah, idea, Micah. That's a very good point. David Yates, Steve Close, uh, Heyman, you listen to Micah Tannenbaum. <laughs> Micah Tan, the MuggleCast news man. And I want fifty percent of the revenue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, has Micah got anything out of Joe lately? Like, what's bugging Micah? Isn't that what it's called? Yeah, um, I don't know, Micah. It's been a, it's been a bit of a lull, hasn't it? Yes, yeah, she. Well, Micah did demand something. Ben, what, I got to like um, update. With her thoughts on the split, yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, she should post post her thoughts on the split. Although we do know that um, the LA Times did say that Heyman said that she was cool with it. She was quote unquote cool with it. Um, yeah, I'd like to hear her more her thoughts more in depth though. What do you feel?
feel about that phrase though? Cool with it. It just doesn't seem like she's that all. Yeah, I have a hard time picturing that phone conversation. Hello, Joe. What do you think of spinning, splitting it in <laughs> two? It's I'm cool. cool with it. It's cool. With it. <laughs> it's, cool. it's cool, man. It's cool. Ben, she's like, she's probably like, that's straight, dude. That's probably what she said. <laughs> that's straight, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, know, like. Mike, I mean not Mike, but Andrew, were you gonna ask me a question? Well, I, I know like you gonna ask me a question. Yeah, I know Dumbledore's dead, but I would love to know what he would think about that if if we asked him the question. <laughs> oh man, it's been a while. <clears throat> it is our choices, Harry, <laughs> far more than our abilities that determine what we truly are. Ah, that yes. That's probably wrong. That quote's probably way off. Get mad at me about it, right on my face. That's the one wall. you always say. So. Yeah. D- really? Okay. Yeah. Good. You're promoting your Facebook an awful lot this episode. Yeah. Are you? Are yeah, you? We're all on friends. Out, uh... We'll see. When you see that year that you like, I haven't been on in so long. You know, I just need to boost my Facebook friend count, like just to help yeah. my self esteem a little bit. Tomorrow yeah. the feed's gonna be like Ben Sheen added three thousand friends. Yeah. <laughs> we were actually gonna ask Jim Dale Ben about what he thinks about your your uh, Hagrid and Dumbledore. Oh, you have to, please, please, please. <laughs> See, yeah, I, I, I think How is should. Hagrid, Ben? Yeah, how is he now? Um, great. Hagrid needs some work. You, have, you guys have no idea how much time and effort goes into doing these impressions. <laughs> okay. You would be surprised. Heyman, <laughs> uh, question number three. Do you break it with a moment of suspense or one of resolution? I guess we were talking about this. But do you? I don't know, because then you don't feel completed. But that's the point. It's not supposed to feel complete. It's a two-part movie. Laura, okay, but look, you're sitting there in the theater knowing you're going to have to wait another six, seven months to see the next part. Do you want to be hanging on the edge of your seat and then for six, seven months? She's already read the book. Well, yeah, I won't be because (laughs) I'm I'm literate and I'm read. (laughs) But... Okay, fine. You got We're going to be a little disappointed regardless because it's not going to be the entire story. What do you mean? Well, it's halfway. Yeah, it's not completed. That's why oh, that's why I I'm saying you should feel like there's a resolution so you feel completed. No, but see, here's the thing. I can just imagine, like, say if all of us somehow went and saw this movie right when it came out together, if it ended on a cliffhanger, we would all come out of that theater bubbling in excitement. If it ended with a resolution, we'd all be like, oh, that was pretty good. But I would much rather be excited for the second half. See, uh, I, 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 don't, I don't know. Talk to you about that, um, about part two of Pirates of the Caribbean and part three. Like at the very end, when um, Barbosa comes back to life. That was awesome. It, it, it come, it, it, it's either an upset or a cliffhanger that will just leave, leave you off. So, yeah, but... I mean, I mean, that was, yeah, I mean, I agree, but I still think that counted as a cliffhanger, really. Well, it's definitely going to be a yeah. cliffhanger. There, there's there's not many upsets in the middle of the book anyway. So I'm making a poll. Keep talking. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, It'll be a cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all I have to say. Mikey, your thoughts, please. Oh, well... Uh, no, I, I think based on the stuff we've talked about, if if it's Harry saying the name of Voldemort and all those uh, goons showing up and taking them away to Malfoy Manor, that would definitely be a cliffhanger. I mean, or even them walking into Malfoy Manor and the door closing behind them, and that's the end of the first movie. I mean, or again, another them, cliffhanger. Oh, 
You know, it's it, it, I I really really just can't see it being some sort of resolution because that's boring to be honest with you. I like it's what boring. you said though, Micah. I like that. Thanks. Which part? The uh, the part with um when they're being taken to Malfoy as the cliffhanger yeah. because you could like see them like 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 talking um like coercing inside like weren't they in a carriage when they were taken off or something? I don't remember. Well, they were in some. They were they were being carried in something, which would be kind of cool if they like um um panned out from them being carried away, and then the camera just goes up this long hill up to um this huge mansion that's Malfoy Manor or something, and then just ends right there. Yep. Hey, like you it. guys. Uh, sorry to interrupt, but did you know that J.K. Rowling wrote into our Mogulcast live address? No way. Oh wow. No way. She said, uh, she she, doing? Yeah, she said, "Yo, dog, I was not down with the split." I told that fool Heyman not to cut my work in two, but he said, Chill, Joe, I needs to get paid. <laughs> I needs to get paid? <laughs> wow. Looks like uh, wow. The, truth finally, the truth finally comes out. Someone check that IP I address. I Joe's from East Thanks, Compton. Joe. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say that. Does it say Wisconsin? Yeah, wait a... <laughs> uh, all right, well, next thing to discuss here. Um, we're at a Heyman questions. If, if he does another one on a future uh, thing... I'll do Heyman question number four. But anyway, is the weight really that bad? This is another thing that people are particularly complaining about because they're saying, oh, six months. Oh, man. You know, um, I'll get my point in. But first, I want to hear you guys. It doesn't really bother me. No. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, I realize it's all the same story and it would be great if they could come out at the same time. But six months is shorter than we've ever had to wait for a new movie before. So... There's an upside. Yeah, definitely. Definitely look at it that way. I mean, before when we had to wait for movies, it's – and like from a marketing perspective, once again, six months is probably the most reasonable amount of time because any shorter than that is probably too short and any longer than that is probably going to be too long. You know, like I mean if they wait – if they had a year a year of time in between the movies, you know, it's – like I said, it's it's the same story. So I guess six months – like think about how many movies you remember that you saw six months ago. I don't know. Well, I, also, I, don't, I don't see very okay. many movies. Yeah. Well, it's also being released in um, in the holiday season for part one and in the summer of part two. And I would definitely would much rather watch the movie during my winter break and my summer break. Yeah. And have oh, yeah. The, for sure. the excitement and everything. Well, I hope you're out of college by then. Ooh. Um, well, yeah. I'm, gonna, yeah <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm joking. Ooh, <laughs> slam by Micah Ted. <laughs> I'm just hoping. I'm hoping he's going to graduate college by then. I mean, come on. Well, yeah, Micah, sorry Micah. we ain't, all can't be in your position. <laughs> Thanks, Mister Ooh. Micah, Micah has a master's degree, guys. He's better than us. He's, he's the done, master. He? Everyone bow to the master. The master Micah. Bowing. Sorry. Bowing. I'm done. <laughs> Asterisk bow. A uh, little update from J.K. Rowling on the feedback form. She's from Scotland this time. I think this is the real one. Yo, yo, yo. I don't appreciate y'all dissing my rep, yo. Sorry, Joe. Ah, it's two forty one over there. I don't why is she up so late? We'll see. Maybe she's writing. She could be her next children's book. Book eight. Book, book eight. Book eight. Here it comes. <laughs> book eight, movie nine. <laughs> movie nine and ten. Um Here's my thing about the movie split. Why are people complaining? If you're getting at least two and a half you're getting two more movies. So why would you complain if you're getting at least one two hour movie? And then a second two and a half hour movie six months later. When in the meantime, 
between all the other films, we've been waiting at least a year, sometimes two years. I don't get it. Because people are complainers. They always find reasons to complain. I mean, that's just how people are. People are going to find a way to to whine and complain about anything. It doesn't matter if they, you know, like there is no perfect formula for something like this. There's there's nothing that's going to please everyone. I mean, if they did just one film, people are going to bitch. If they do six films, people are going to cry about it. It doesn't matter. It's just... People are going to whine no matter what. That that's just the way it is. It's it's. I mean, uh, let's face it. Our, our fandom is really um. Whiny. Oh God, is that Ivana Lynch? Did she just write to us? Don't get people um, up. Ivana from Ireland says she says hello, Mugglecasters. It's Ivana Lynch. I love your show. I've been listening since episode fifty. I just want to say hi to all you guys. No worry. Uh... That's not her real guys, email address. I don't think her? that's her. Uh, I don't think that's her. Uh, you, you guys, I'm too easy distracted. You, you can't do that to me. Stop sending in fake emails. Or I could be completely wrong, and that could be her. But I don't know. Uh, I she... blame Andrew if it's really you, Ivana. No, I don't think it's really her. I reasonably, if I was a betting man, I would say that's not her. <laughs> <laughs> You're a cheating man, Andrew. Hey, by You're the way, f- for the record, uh, anyone want to compliment me? I mean, I'm pretty sure I did call this a couple months ago. Oh, I, I wonder why you called it. Yeah. Why, why? Go ahead, Laura. Tell the world. I'm smart. Because I'm Well, I don't want to rat you out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get you in okay, trouble. Okay, Laura. All right. Yeah. All right. Whatever, Laura. What happened? What, what did Andrew call? I'm confused. Lately, I've been. Split. I've been lately. I I've been starting things by saying, if I was a betting man, dot dot dot, and I would give people some fun facts but it's only if i was a betting man i'll yeah. tell you later oh, so, you're not, man. So, you're, so you're not a betting man no i am no he is i'll explain Basically, it to you later <laughs> if he was a betting man that went to the set of half-blood prince <laughs> no if i was a betting man he went to the set of order of the phoenix because that one's not embargoed anymore oh well yeah so Andrew, so Andrew, so you got three more sets to go to? Is that what? <laughs> three more sets, baby. <laughs> or two more sets, actually. Oh yeah, two. No, actually, actually I'm, 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 I'm on Half Blood Prince right now. I'm on Half Blood Prince right now. I'm here live. Not funny. Okay. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> uh, another question we should talk about. Matt and I were discussing this yesterday. The trailers. Okay, so we have a trailer for part one. <clears throat> now I'm thinking that there will be a trailer for part two at the end of part one, because it's six months beforehand, um, and that's usually when the trailers come out for the films, at, at least six months before the yeah. film comes out. Now, Matt, what's your argument, which is absurd? It's not absurd. I, I just think that <laughs> <laughs> since, it, since it's six months, um, usually is the rule when they release, release a theatrical trailer for a film. I just don't oh know, a teaser trailer. They're, they're just going to debut it for part one of Harry Potter. And it definitely hollows the, part, the first part. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't, I don't think that's that. I don't think that's really that absurd. I, don't think I mean, that's that at all. I mean, I mean, it would be a nice little preview at the end of like if they put it at the mm-hmm. end of the movie, just as like a. No, but Matt's saying you put it at, you put back. it before the movie. Well, well see, I see. Andrew um, was telling me that um, people who haven't read the book or don't know the story would be confused when they're trying. To, they haven't seen the first part yet, and they're watching the trailer for the second part. Yet. Matt's saying the preview for part two would play during the trailers of part one, before part one even plays. Sorry, Uh, Matt, that's absurd. (laughs) I think it's more likely that they would play it after the film. 
Right. Yeah. It just doesn't yeah, make that's sense. That's makes sense. See, but I, I do understand what you're saying, Matt, because a trailer is a trailer, and normally a trailer would be played at the beginning. But in this case, I just don't think it would work. But at the same time, you have to think that since they are going to be playing this part two trailer in movies that aren't Harry Potter, how do you set that up? I mean, you really well, do I'm have guessing... to create two separate plot lines for the film, so it's completely understandable. They could have flashbacks from part one, like a few oh, seconds at the beginning flashbacks. of the trailer. Flashbacks during trailers are the worst, because in trailers you want to see the new stuff. You don't want to see stuff you already saw. Well, I mean, a brief flashback. They're filming the yeah. whole movie at once, though. Yeah, but so they're obviously gonna, they're going to film probably... all the p- scenes in part one first, and then... They don't do that. They didn't do that for yeah. Lord of the Rings. Right, really? that, that's not how they, they do it. They, they film they do like it. the first. They film parts. They film movie three before they start filming actually the first scenes in the first movie. Well, I mean, I'm guessing. I'm guessing when they film a Harry Potter movie, they don't start at the beginning. I mean, there are certain scenes that probably. I mean, it all depends. They have someone who plans it all out. You know, I mean, I doubt they say, okay, because like, I mean, imagine if you have two scenes in the Great Hall, they're probably going to do all the Great Hall scenes at once or something. You know. I'm yeah. Guessing. That would. Yeah, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, because they tear down whatever um, they film that they don't need anymore, so it's just just smart to say that they would like film all the uh, great hall scenes all at once and then go to another set. Well, but the great hall is permanent. That's one of the permanent fixtures. Okay, well, I'm sorry. Um, I do. I the, see what you're saying, though. I, I do understand yeah, what you're the saying. The Weasley House. Sure. 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 I'm gonna. I'm so gonna rub it in if they they, they debut it first. In, before the movie, just telling yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. If I was a betting man, I'd put all my money on that not happening. Ben, that's my thing. <laughs> I don't. Oh, I don't sorry. go anywhere near your "give me a butterbeer" thing. So, oh, don't you even? Don't you <laughs> what? Even. What? Don't you even? Don't you even think about it? <laughs> what? Don't you even go near my uh, thing? No, that, that, that's a not a butterbeer though. That's like. I don't know. It's how about this? How about this? Instead of <laughs> instead of a instead of a trailer debut after the film, well, well how about like a five minute preview or a little clip of the next film? Uh, and now no your way. sneak peek at Harry Potter no, and the Deathly Hallows no. Part Two. Like they give you the first chapter of the next book at the end of the epilogue in 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 a book series. Yeah, why didn't they do that? I mean, why didn't Joe do that with uh uh like. Deathly Hallows, not Deathly Hallows, but with the other books. She probably haven't ri- um, written it yet. Is it? Yeah, well, probably because it's, it's not, not practical. It's usually the authors that do that. It's usually the publisher that adds it in. It's it's and it's usually done on books that are um that have been out for a while. Like I don't and think they've actually. Are, yeah. What about Twilight? And books that are not yeah, nearly as good or as popular as Harry Potter. Yeah, the yeah. thing is, they want to keep the suspense up for Harry Potter, so. Well, think yeah. about Harry Potter. Like, I honestly believe, like, I've been thinking about this more and more, and I, I was talking to a girl who goes to my high school the other day, and I was just like, people who have not read Harry Potter have missed out on the biggest cultural phenomenon of yeah. all time. Like, they're absolutely insane for not having read it, because it's just one of those things that, like, everybody loves. I have not met someone who's read the books and is like, you know, those really suck. Like, everyone's like, it's always praise. It's always, wow, I couldn't put it down, and... I don't know. If you haven't read it, you suck. Plain and simple. And I mean, even if people picked it up and started reading it now, it's not the same. You know? No, definitely not. Because think about, like, we, like I said, I always used to talk about how we were living in such a unique time because we knew what it was like 
to not know how Harry Potter ended, you know? It's kind of like the people who were around when Lord of the Rings was first coming out, you know? They didn't know that how it ended. And so it was really a unique time, and people missed out. I didn't, but it sucks to be them. <laughs> I, I was thinking early, yesterday that this is really, when this announcement was revealed from the LA Times yesterday, this is really um, the, the biggest thing we're going to have in a while. And I oh. say that completely unenthusiastically because these big news days are always so great in the fandom. Yeah. Uh. So, I mean, it is kind of a shame. I mean, what else do we have to look forward to? I mean, the the Dumbledore being gay thing, I hate to bring it up again, but it came out of nowhere and it was such a big thing in the fandom. It's It, it felt like a huge news story. Well, I was I running down the like... streets of New York City. I was skipping. Wasn't I, Laura? <laughs> yes, you were. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Singing uh, it through I, I the streets. Andrew, I'm sorry, but I wouldn't tell people that. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying, I wouldn't say that. That's We're probably not something um, you want to reveal. Well, I mean, I mean, here's what's going to happen. We'll just wait a few months, and then when Joe decides another character is gay, then they'll just <laughs> yeah. flare up. And that, I just, that's what will happen. Isn't it amazing how she has that power, though, to just, you know, she can create so much, uh, so much activity and hype out of just one little thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, she might be like, like the next thing, like James Potter was a serial killer by profession, you know, or something, <laughs> something, something insane that, that shakes the foundation of the fandom. She likes to. Uh... Well, I mean, we always wondered what his job was. Yeah. That's true, Micah Tan. But I have a question. Oh. Oh, Micah, go ahead. Sorry. What? No, no. I was just going to say she likes throwing things out there. I mean, look at Aberforth. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's all these random little things. Yeah. Did you honestly think oh. I was going to let it go by without mentioning him and his goats? No, no, because you love uh, those goats more than question, I have a question, guys. What? Uh, was I, I mean, I don't remember if you guys ever talked about this or if we talked about it when I was on that episode, but uh, is just me or did, like, the gay thing with Dumbledore kind of give a lot of fuel to, like, the Christian right of people who hate Harry Potter? It did. You know what I mean? It's just like... Harry Potter's oh. already about witchcraft, and now there's homosexuals. So if your kids read Harry Potter, they're going to become witches and homosexuals. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. That's true. You know what the thing is, though? I feel like with people who already have that view towards Harry Potter, you can't reason with them anyway. So you might as well just go all out with it. Kick Dumbledore out of the closet and um, just make a rude hand gesture at the idiots. Yeah. Do you, guys know, do you guys know what we haven't done in a while? Hmm. Called Laura Mallory. <laughs> called Laura Mallory. Oh, no. I don't really want to try to call her, but no, I guess we'll, we we'll like I, I love her, though. It's, it's she's so o'clock. sweet. I can't, can't call her. It's Well, o'clock. you know. She's probably put her kids to bed and... Let's just do it just for fun. I mean... Oh, you guys don't do we've that. We've done it so many... Why? Don't do it. It's what, too what the... late. <laughs> it's too late? You're concerned about the time of night? <laughs> it's Laura Mallory. Come on. <laughs> it's rude. <laughs> It's rude. Yeah, actually, it's let's, rude. Let's wait a few hours. Let's wait a few hours. Yeah, good idea. Well, well, Laura, what's the curfew in Georgia anyway? <laughs> yeah, it's like 7 p.m. Well, I mean, everything closes at like 8 o'clock. So, I mean, she's probably fast asleep by now. Ooh, snap. Ooh. But yeah, let's Dang. not call her, actually. We've done that enough. Let's call you Jamie, though. I miss Jamie. You want to call Jamie? Yeah, let's call Jamie. Yeah, it's not like he Let's doesn't call... call you at odd hours of the night. Jamie does call me at odd hours of the night. <laughs> what time does he wow. call you? Oh, he'll call me. Well, well, actually, he he'll call me at like four, when it's four a.m. his time, because he's you know having fun in England. Um, Jamie, see, here's the thing with Jamie. I asked him to be on the show today. He has a thesis paper to complete, and um, he's been Fourth working major. on. 
for his major. It's very important. Um, and he has been working on it for the past few days straight. And he said, no, I, I really got to finish this. So I didn't tell him we were going to call. I don't know if anyone IM'd him and told him we were going to call, but let's just, let's just see what happens. All right. I t- these English phones. Hello. Jamie. Jamie. Hey, what's up? Jamie. How's I- your thesis, dog? Uh, it sucks, dog. Is this live on air? <laughs> yes, this is live on air. <laughs> oh, right. I won't say what I was going to say about my thesis. <laughs> in other words, I mean, you know, it's, in that case, it's going very, very, very well. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. It's a lot of fun. Good, good. Uh, Are you working on it right now, or did we wake you anymore? up? Uh, no, you didn't wake me up. Um, what I'm doing, actually, is I'm taking a break from writing my thesis to write a 2,000-word paper that I also have to hand in in uh, 10 hours. Oh, well, that's a nice break, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's good. Sorry? Yeah. It's what? That's a, that's a nice break, isn't it? It is a very nice break, yeah. Uh, all I can think about is it has to be handed in by 12, both of them do, so I can't wait till 12.01 when, uh, <laughs> when I can go and enjoy myself. Um, but, see, this paper, I've been trying to work out uh, what in my degree I can screw up and still come up with a good mark, and this paper, unfortunately, has been put onto the list of things that I can screw up, so I don't think I'm, I'm going to spend too much time on this. I'm going to go back to the stuff that Okay. Um, <laughs> What's up? We know you're busy, but uh, before we let you go, since since this is a live show, we're talking about the, the movie split. Uh, can we have your thoughts real quick? Uh, it's cool. <laughs> it's cool? That's what J.K. Um, Rowling said! Oh my god! Are you English? Jamie, 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 for some reason you sound like you're strapped for time. It sounds like you waited until like three days ago to start your thesis or something. I mean, well, Ben, Ben, it- I can tell you haven't been on the show for uh, so long. Your uh, A-game material is pretty low. That's a, I would say uh, you should come out with something like that in uh, episode 10 or something, not episode 138 or where we're up to now. I should just get some practice in or something. You know, Jamie is very stressed. In front of the mirror. Well, <laughs> you can tell how stressed he is, guys. It's okay, Jamie. You don't have to turn bitter towards me. It's okay. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, no, no. I think it's cool. I think it's cool. Um, I think Warner Brothers have finally realized that people just want to see awesomeness, which normally translates to more and more, you know, time spent on detailing battles. And, for example, the bridge collapse picture is going to be expensive, uh, but it's going to be worth it because everyone's going to love it. Um, I'm pleased it's two films, two yeah. trips to the theater, two premieres. Exactly. You know? Exactly, man. Two's always better than one, right? Right. Exactly. Nobody yeah. can lose in this situation, right? Everyone's making money. Everyone's podcasting longer. Everyone's running their Everyone's websites longer. I'm sure there's a few people who aren't happy, Andrew. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. You come up with a list of people, and we will discuss that on the next show you're on. Wow. Well, okay. Well, I'm going to come up with like a list of everyone who's unhappy. <laughs> well, yeah, I was saying the crew would probably be unhappy. But, I mean, everyone is making more money, so it's like, you know. True. Who loses True. here, so. What's up with you guys? Uh, we're just podcasting, being Celeste. Really? I, I have to say, Jamie, everyone's very excited that you're on right now. I'm not looking at the chat, but everyone was hoping you were going to be on the show today. Oh, so. well, I'm pleased to be half back, kind of half back. Half back. <laughs> back, yeah. Back, back but back. on the telephone. Is this really a surprise, can... Jamie, that we called you? Um, well, it said unknown, and I know that Skype is says unknown, but... Recently, um, I've been telling Ben that I've been staying up like doing my thesis, and then I'm stressed. And <laughs> most people would, you know, be uh, sympathetic to my cause, but uh, Ben's been 
telling me to try and rile me up uh, a couple of times. Well, you just generally pick up phone calls from unknown people, don't you? Well, well, it, it's not particularly dangerous. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not j- dangerous unless someone gave out your number. Ben. No, if someone gave out my number, that would uh, suck. Well, Ben gave yeah, out my phone actually, number, so I still get calls. Miker. Huh? I didn't say that, Ben. <laughs> uh, anyway, Jamie. I love you, Jamie. I love you. <laughs> whatever, whatever. whatever. <laughs> you know you love me. Don't you even go there. You know you love me. Dude, don't even go there, man. Dude, I'm American, man. Dude. <laughs> anyway, Sorry, guys. He's so, obviously stressed so, out. Yes. Forgive him, please. I am stressed out. I am stressed out. Like, you gave me moments of panic when I like, go into a comfort zone and I'll be like I love my life and then two seconds later I'll remember I've got to write a million words before 12 o'clock yeah sucks sucks yeah well I mean I mean maybe you started sooner I mean I hate to be captain maybe perhaps then (laughs) perhaps perhaps you uh I'm just kidding I love you I love you. I'm kidding, Jamie. You already said this, but I know I should have started earlier. It's ridiculous saying that. It's like if someone. I know, I know, but it's it's fun. It's fun to get you to watch you get riled up. Guys, I'm not riled up, Ben. I'm just like. I mean, well, it's okay. Alright, we'll we'll end it here before you guys are like Facebook poking each other in a poking war. Uh, We'll let you go, Jamie. We'll let you go. Best of luck with your thesis, dude. Seriously. Thank you. Unlike Ben, I understand that it's important. Enjoy the show. Bye bye. Bye, Jamie. Bye, Jamie. Ben, why do you have to do that to him? He's stressed. Okay, you don't understand. Every time Jamie gets on gets on aim, he messages me and tries to rile me up. So I rile him back. <laughs> uh, funny, funny. It's anyway, a war we have going. We love each other, though. I know. We know you guys do. Anyway, glad glad we got him on. He answered pretty quick too. It's um, I was expecting him to yeah. like take forever to answer. But guys, you know who we should call? Uh, who? Oh, Kevin oh, Stack. I haven't heard from him in a while. Kevin Stack. Yeah. Kevin. No, Kevin Stack will never be on Andrew, the show again. Andrew, I am here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Kevin Stack is joining us. Hey. Uh, I think Deathly Hallows is a good movie. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> well said. It's uh, like a voicemail message. Oh, Kevin's actually going to be on next half hour? No. No. Oh, no not. way. That's be so, that'd be silly. That's a- Oh, God. Oh, that'd, that'd be silly. Such a tease. <laughs> um, okay, so let's wrap up this discussion a little bit. Then we're going to take a break and regroup here. <clears throat> um, one last email. I guess we'll talk real quick about Oscars. Ashley27 of Salem, Oregon wrote this. Oregon wrote, wrote in via. Oregon. Uh, Oregon, yeah, via the MuggleCast feedback. Um, exciting news today. I was hoping that the seventh movie would. Uh, Get some recognition from the Academy, a la Return of the King. How do you think splitting the movie in two will affect its chances of winning gold? I feel like, especially with the first part in November and the second part in May, instead of the other way around, the chances are slim. The movie will get any nods, and the movie won't get any nods at all. Won't get any nods at all, I guess she wins. Interested to hear what you all think of the show. I don't know. Um, Matt, uh, you're, you're up on this Oscar stuff. What do you think it means? Um, to be honest, I... I don't really think it applies to Harry Potter, especially with just the acting, because it's not a really character. Well, um, well acted on on the kids' parts. I hate to say, it. I 
maybe um, they would just get nods. They would definitely just get nods for the first film. Yeah. The, the part two is too late for um, Academy Awards to be because it will be, be released right after the Academy Awards of 2011. Yeah. So um, it's it, really the only speculation we could probably have mostly is whatever happens in part one of the movie. Good point. Am I remembering correctly, or did it get a nod for Prisoner of Azkaban special effects? Yeah, well, no, that's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, it's, it's I, not I, for like special effects and set design and costume, but, but it won't win. I'm thinking mainly uh, with actors or director. I mean, n- no offense to David Yates, but I mean, since none of the other films have gotten a nod, and and I, I believe that I mean every single director was are are awesome directors, regardless uh, people's opinions on how the Harry Potter film went. They're all really great directors, and they didn't even get one nod. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. I, I don't see. Harry Potter is ever getting any uh, big Oscar wins or anything like that, sadly. No. But wasn't, um, I think John Williams was like the highest for getting a nod for best um, film score. I think that's like the, the closest that you get to like a popular um, genre for people that get nods for. I don't what, know. What, wasn't he nodded? Oh, well, I think he was. For like Hedwig's theme, I think that, that was nominated. Yeah, I think I think you may be right. Hey, um, we are going to take a break now, but before that, uh, Laura and Ben got to hop off because it is midterms time and they have some studying to do. That's right. So, Laura and Ben, thank you for joining us this evening. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to uh, rear my uh, hate not ugly, but uh, pretty head i guess <laughs> yeah. um and things again that's good it's uh, good i'm glad to be back guys i'm glad to do this like it was fun it was a lot of fun it was got fun good talking about harry potter again it was yeah yep. and um mm-hmm. i guess we'll see you when the next uh gay character is announced so. <laughs> <laughs> yep yeah. see you then all right all right, all right. thanks guys bye, everybody bye bye. Everybody. bye bye laura bye ben love you Love you, too. Um, Bye. All right, everyone. We are going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we are going to introduce two more hosts uh, that are going to be joining us, and we'll be taking your calls. 10.04, MuggleCast Live. We'll be back in just a few minutes. You're listening to MuggleCast Live. MuggleCast Live, 1014 Eastern on the uh, Eastern Coast, as I just said. Welcome back to the show, everyone. A um, couple more people have joined us since the uh, break. Um, first up, Eric Skull. Hi, everybody. Eric Skull. How you doing, buddy? How was Lost? <laughs> lost Lost was okay. Uh, there, were, there were sort of two big reveals. I liked the first one and not the second. Oh, can you spoil, spoil it for everyone? It. No, no, spoil it for everyone. I'm not going to spoil <laughs> it. I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, Lost is available on iTunes tomorrow for $1.99. And how much is Apple paying for you to uh, say that? You know, I wish they were paying more than one penny. 
and they're not even paying a penny. So I wish they were paying more than nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Free plug there. Um, next, other person is joining us this week. This is like a, a double whammy. I, I'm loving this show. We're getting some people back. And it's funny because we kind of... Spoiled it already. <laughs> we're supposed to be going. <laughs> Kevin Stack has returned. Hello. Kevin can Stack. Can Yes, we can hear you. Nice. How are oh. you doing? Uh, pretty well. It's been a while. How long has it been, Kevin? I oh, forget. It's been months. Months? Yeah. Yeah, probably four or five months. Probably At least a week. Long. At least a yeah. week. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I call Kevin every week and I say, dude, I miss you. Do you really? I yeah, do. he's crying all the time. Uh, speaking of that, Eric, calling people, um, I don't like bringing personal issues on this show, but um, it was uh, Sunday morning, and I'm, uh, I'm resting peacefully because I put MuggleCast up the night before, and I always rest peacefully the night after I release MuggleCast. And I wake up around 9.30 to my Apple iPhone ringing, and it's Eric Skull. I don't answer it because I'm like half asleep, and I'm like, uh, whatever, I roll over, go back to bed. I listened to your voicemail, and you called me to tell me to put my clock forward an hour. Why? <laughs> <laughs> well, Andrew, the phone is smart enough to do that, Eric. Yes, exactly. Wait, wait. This is two separate questions. Is the iPhone actually smart enough to do that? Yes. Damn it. Okay, well, of course, fine. it's a cell phone. All cell well, phones. Right, right, right. Of course, the iPhone. What, what does that thing not do? Okay, but seriously. Um, Okay, well, Andrew, actually, when I had first called you, um, wh- which was when I, you know, went to Andrew Sims in my little contacts, I, I didn't, I didn't, it wasn't, I didn't, I had to touch this, the buttons, you know, to do that. I couldn't just touch the screen, right. like iPods. So, right. so my, uh, I'm very happy with my phone. It's a Motorola KRZR. When I called you, I had other intentions entirely. I was going to tell you something. I forget exactly what I was going to tell you. Oh, I see. But but see, so by the time I actually I had something in mind to tell you, and that by the time the um, voicemail went on, I was like, you know, what am I going to do? So I decided then to tell you what I had just found out, which was that (laughs) the time. Actually, you know what, Andrew? I I'll I'll, I'll lie, and it'll be a better story. I knew you were sleeping in, and I just wanted to remind you that you you were you were that morning you were going to sleep in an extra hour longer than you planned to. Thank you. That's very kind. So. Um, but let's get right back into our DH discussion being split in two. Kevin and Eric, I don't know if you guys heard, but the movie's going to be split in two. I don't know if you guys knew this. One. I heard definitely, yeah. Uh, Kevin it's will start all over the news. It, yeah, it has. Kevin, uh, we'll start with your reactions. From a I computer like programmer standpoint, from the standpoint of a, a minority of Windows users in this Skype chat, how including do you guys me. Including, including me. Yeah. And Linux. Linux, come on. Okay, and Linux, of course. How do you see this split? I like it because I think they'll have more time to devote to the last movie. I mean, I think it could do nothing but good. Yeah. And Eric? I think a lot of people are upset about the four-month difference, which I have no problem with, um, you know, in, in releasing the movies. I mean, that kind of made sense to me when they said DH would be split and then, you know, one's releasing, what, in November 2010, May 2011? Is that what's Correct. the deal is? Correct. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's six months apart. Yeah, but um, all the same, no, I think uh, David Yates directing again is another good sign to me. I mean, I I really liked Order of the Phoenix the movie. I thought at least he can handle the material pretty well. 
Yeah. So actually, I just think uh, exactly what everyone, I guess, has been saying on the show gives it more uh, ability to focus and uh, keep everything in, gives it more times. And it was about time they they announced something. I mean, if you, if you look at MuggleNet's main page, you know, almost. I'd say at least 60% of those articles are somebody whispering to someone else at the last minute, yeah, DH. Psh, psh, yeah, and you know, the, psh, psh, the, the funny <laughs> thing is that just that morning, uh, Snitch Seeker reported that Matt Lois uh, revealed it to someone too. And after that, I was thinking to myself, okay, <laughs> WB, come on, it's time. You've had at least four leaks at this point from crew, from your own cast, uh, from from exactly. these tabloids, and then Baron and Heyman, were, we discussed that interview with them a few weeks ago. It's like, come on, it's time, just do it. Everybody was saying it. And Be Nike and just do it. Just do it, exactly, just like Nike. I mean, so I have to tell the listeners just now that They've been saved from a two-and-a-half-minute spiel, which would have said basically exactly what you just said, Andrew, in your 25 seconds or so, which is that every, you know, everybody's whispering. It's just WB, just do it. So I'm, I'm very happy with this announcement. Me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. But what do you guys necessarily think? Because in some of the interviews they said about it being split in two, I don't know if it was David Barron or, or Steve Clovis, but um, they, they mentioned that the split um, is giving them a, a more chance to uh, relax. I seem to think it's going to be more kind of hectic that they have actually more stuff to um, to do. Well, well, I think that I think the re, the relaxation would come from the fact that they don't have to pay as much attention to what details they integrate into the films. They're given basically double the time for a single book, hmm. so now they don't have to be as nitpicky on which details they choose to exclude and include into the movie. Yeah. Takes the pressure off a bit. Well, um, that's the other question, though. Will they use the time? I mean, are we looking at two, two and a half hour movies here? Two, two yeah, hour we, movies? Because if, if they do two 90 minute movies, or, you know, that'll, that'll be horrible. We did discuss yeah, well, this earlier. We, I mean, then I'll have yeah, an issue did. with it. Micah? Um, no, yeah, Eric, we, we talked a little bit about it before because Alan Horn, who's the, uh, the president, and I guess chief operating officer for Warner Brothers was quoted in that LA Times article as saying they will have at least an hour and a half more to work with now. So I don't know how you take that uh, as far as how long the first movie will be, but you can guarantee that the second movie Mm -hmm. will be at least 90 minutes. And they haven't even um, really confirmed that both movies will be the same length. Yeah, I, but I presumably they no. I don't think you can until the finished cut product. I mean, I think exactly. presumably they would be though, wouldn't they? I mean, same length or well, yeah, because I think you're trying to find some balance. Although I guess I can see how the second one would be longer because also you're including. It depends how they cut it. Some sort I, of I think really when they said the hour and a half extra, I think they they meant that the second movie will be at least an hour and a half, if not more. Or ninety minutes that that transfer. See, the, the good thing about this is that. Um, Instead of worrying about what makes the cut, you know, in the news articles they they, they say, um, you know, that uh, they, there were some things of Book Seven you just can't take stuff out of because there's no other movie in which to explain it, you know. So it, instead of worrying about what makes the cut of the films, you're now worried about what makes the cut of the first film and what makes the cut of the second one. You're basically guaranteed that whatever they deem important, you know, or whatever is is you know a lot more things are going to be able to make it in the movies. I also find it hard to believe that they would split the movie and make each 
90 minutes long because they yeah. could have fit that in, into a single movie. They have to justify splitting it into two movies. Yeah. My feelings. And I think time is their justification. Right. And I mean, what do you guys think about the standard now? I mean, the uh, we were talking about this before, but the bar has been raised massively now. I mean, they have really no wiggle room, no room for error because they're taking this upon themselves to split it into two. I mean, they have to get everything in yeah. possible. Oh, how, how, how so? What do you mean? Uh, I how mean, so? yeah, well, okay, so you're saying that they have to get everything in now. What exactly are you saying when you, when you say that? Well, I'm saying that you're looking at the fact that they took the movie and they're splitting it into two parts and they don't have arguably the they're both going to be lo longer than two hours. They, they don't ha exactly, Matt. They don't have an excuse for not including something major or, or, right. or oh, oh, the you... fans want in this film. They cannot okay. afford to not do that. Because you're, you're foreseeing an army of fans that are very upset that they have to wait six months extra plus the addition of a movie ticket cost, you know, that sort of thing. Basically. Or not. No, I mean, okay. I'm just talking about it, it including everything possible in yeah. these final two films. They it's have not... to make it worth our while. I think. You know, they know they're going to be complete. We're going to be completely judgmental. I mean, just just by us alone, we're totally going to have way more expectations out of this movie. Actually, I I have less. I'm really happy that they did this. You know, it, and I think it it was it was drug on so long that maybe when I first heard it, I wouldn't have liked it. And I think I probably did say I didn't like it. Now I'm feeling like maybe it's the better thing to do because we haven't really tried this with any of the movies before. Yeah, do I wish they would have you know maybe done this with earlier movies? Maybe, but you know this is book seven. I mean, movie seven's a movie in its own. You know, and so we'll we'll see how this happens. We'll see how it works. Yeah. Should we talk more about? Guys... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead, please. No. Oh, you, no, no. You no, probably no. had a better question. I insist. Oh, oh, I, I was just um, thinking how um, how big this um cast is going to be. Because are they going to include like are they going to do all the casting all at once? Uh, because this is like a I, I, movies of uh, and they introduce like Grip Hook. Then Vern Troyer, who played Mini Me, he, he's is he playing Grip Hook? I heard that. Because he played him in the first movie. Right. Oh, did he? You're looking at an all-inclusive cast, I, I think. I mean, yeah. yeah you're bringing right. everybody back. That... But for which part is the other question. I think, I think they would do it for both parts. It, well, it seems to me what they're going to do is they're going to film it all at the same time. They are. And then yeah. cut it down the center just like they did with, I think, Lord of the Rings did that. No, they didn't. The movies they, they were didn't all include filmed. The, they didn't, I don't think they included the cast members who wasn't introduced yet. They were separate to, but they can film it all at the same time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so, I, that's not exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying when the, when the movie itself is cut, if the movie follows the book, um, movie one's going to be really drawn out and boring. And movie two is going to have the dragon from Gringotts and the attack at Hogwarts. You know what I'm saying? They might have to rearrange book seven I, I, to, I, to, to I accommodate disagree. sort of – but See, well I, – No, I, I think that's a good point because you do have to find a balance of action and, and drama in each of these films in, in each now one. That it's two. Exactly. But they yeah. are two yeah. different films. 
It doesn't matter much. though. But with because, uh, with every movie, you still to... need action and, well, and the pinnacle. There is. There's the wedding scene. There is the Warcraft yeah, right. scene. There's Seven one Potters. With, and Harry goes to his house. It's going to be a climactic show. scene right there. Right. It's just, it, they're two, they have two different tones if you think about it. There's a way to cut the movie into two different tones. Like the second part is going to be a, a very big blockbusterish kind of um, fighting sequences because they have Voldemort, they have Hogwarts, they have all those scenes together. They have uh, the Gringotts. The first one is going to be more like Harry finding closure with himself and his family and a lot of things. And, and but that doesn't happen until the end of the book. Well, I, I'm just saying, though, he, he visits um, his, his family's house and there's closure there because he finally visited. They're just going to be t- different feelings Tones, for each yeah. other. Right, yeah. I agree. I mean, it goes back to what I said before. You're, you're looking at you know, Harry essentially learning in the first movie and then actually taking more action Mm-hmm. In the second movie, and I don't know how you would, you know, name those films subtitle-wise, but you know, but I just think that, you know, uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see how they divide it up, because like you're saying, Matt, it's two totally different uh, sort of atmospheres. But in the end, I just hope that they get it right, because I I still go back to the whole point of there's no margin for error. Right now, there isn't the bar is um, the bar is too right. high. Yeah, I, now, I, I you, think. Sorry, Matt. I was, yeah, no, I was just going to ask: Do you think that they they had the six month gap because of like a DVD release? Are they planning to release a DVD in between for the first half so people can watch it and transition I, to the second? I think sweet. it's mainly because it's for um, the the holiday seasons. Most of the big movies come out in either Christmas break or summer. And that's, that's when the book was yeah. released. That's when all, and that's when each movie was released too. Each Order of the Phoenix was released in summer. Um, Half Blood Prince is going to be in um, the the winter um, yeah. season. Well, one, two, and four, and now the first part of well, one, two, four, six, and the first part of seven are released in November. Only four, I mean, sorry, only movie three and uh, what movie five, five? and now yeah. seven part two are going to be released in June or this summer. Whenever mm-hmm. that is, yeah, so. definitely winter break is definitely the um the, the one of the bigger um, holiday seasons. Christmas break has always been very popular, so it's it, it makes sense that they start with um win, winter just to get everything started. And Plus, then that's everyone... when the book is set. Sorry? That's also mm-hmm. when the book is set. If you look at if you want to split the book up the middle, you know, you get the sort of uh, July through maybe January to February would make the first movie. And the second, you know, movie would be... Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. It would be kind of the same time of year. It would be kind of cool to see if they... Like, chronological, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mike Tannenbaum, you got an email to read? Yeah, I got an email from Madison in Douglasville, Georgia. And uh, they were wondering, and we've spoken briefly about this in the past, but what do you guys think the uh, movies are going to be rated? I mean, the same or different based on action, and what's the actual rating going to be? I mean, two movies, I mean... Go for R. One good... Yeah, go for I it. I kind of agree with that. Shoot you did? Our... No, I was kidding, Michael. Why do you think? <laughs> no, 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 the, sec- the second one, the second one, not well, the first no, one. Well, the well, they're going to they're going to rate them the same. Yeah, I think they would have to. People be. see the first half; they're going to want to be able to see the second. Plus, yeah. Plus, so when they would... go on the DVD together, it's like rated PG thirteen, right. also rated R. It's like... Wait, <laughs> it's still, who says they're going to go on the same DVD? Well, presumably, I'm sure they're going to package them. Yeah, we talked about this earlier too. I mean, they'll package them, but I don't think they'll go on the same. I mean, they're not initially, but but yeah. 
you know, after both are released, they're definitely going to package them together. I, I wanted yeah, to just yeah. stick them together. Like, you don't, you know, it's just like one long five hour movie. Yeah. <laughs> that would be cool, though. I mean, with an intermission. Yeah, with yeah, yeah. it's, it's like music. yeah, 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 exactly. It's like elevator music. No, you know? elevator music. We'll take yeah, a five minute break. Elevator music. They get Jim Dale to do the narration. We'll take a five <laughs> minute break, and I'm not even gonna try. I'm not even gonna try. He's yeah. gonna yell at you. By the way, quick, he will. Uh, by the way, quick plug. Um, Jim Dale interview coming at you Sunday night, Monday. It's gonna be delicious. Delicious. Eric wants to call the episode delicious. Sorry. Hey, uh, no, no, it's it's not a bad idea. It's like delicious, only it's Dale because Jim Dale. <laughs> Jim Dale. Hey, um, speaking of Jim Dale, we're gonna start taking some calls now. But before people start calling in, uh, we do need to lay some ground rules uh, for calling He's in. He's gonna. Andrew's gonna lay the smackdown. I guess I am. First of all, so this is gonna sound mean, but this is in order to keep the show flow going. First of all, no shoutouts, please. Okay, we, I mean we've done it before, and then I I know people have fun hearing their name and all that, but um, no hey. shoutouts, please. This episode, no pickle pack references as well. Um, <laughs> we still love you, but no pickle pack references, please. We love you, but we hate you. Yeah, and um, uh-huh. mute your stream before you. calling. Don't forget because we don't want to hear ourselves. Also, have a question prepared beforehand. Last time we were getting so many many people calling in, then saying. I forget what I was going to say. Also, um, only call in once. Do not make repeated calls, please. If I keep seeing your name pop up, I will not take your call, okay? <laughs> Seriously, it's just it, we just get bombarded, and we're trying to create order. And, um, that have means a, you, Eric. Have a fun. I missed you, Kevin. I really did. I missed you. <laughs> uh, but, hey, um, I'm going to take this. Let, let, let's, let's do it. Uh, let's, let's get bombarded right now. Why don't we? Let's take the first call. First call from my favorite, my favorite MuggleCast listener, Lucas, is on the line. Yeah. Lucas, you're talking to the um, most popular, no, no, the most, uh, the best Potter team podcasting. What's going on? Um, yeah, I was wondering, do you guys think that, um, they could, some, whatever it is, some theaters would, uh, release the movies, like, together, like, they'd release the first movie first, and then they'd release the second one at the same time, like, in a two-parter, with an intermission and stuff? Yeah, um, but d- I thought of that too, though. I think they will do that, but after the second one's released, are they allowed to yeah. though? Does oh, it, yeah, they, they, oh, that's not. They are. They, they've they uh, they, Lord of the Rings. Yes, they did. Yeah. Oh, okay. I attended one of those events, and it was one of the worst mistakes I've made. Oh my! Uh, now, are you are you oh, talking about independent like movie theaters? In the theater. Because I mean, well, just any movie theater. I don't well, know. Well, technically, I mean, if you want to look at, I mean, wide releases that doesn't typically happen. I wouldn't say with wide releases. The exception being something like Star Wars, when the special editions came out in '97, they had what all three in the same in, in theaters at the same time. But surely, most of the theaters across the states didn't bring the old Lord of the Rings back when the new one was out today. I mean, I, I would assume it would be independent. Well, well no, sort of, they wouldn't. No, those are also for their part. It would be like yeah. a special screening. Yeah, yeah special um, screenings at, at that sort of thing. I know the theater around me, actually, what they did for Lord of the Rings was um, right before midnight, they played the first two. So you came at, you know, I think it was 8 o'clock, they played the first two and then turned on the new one. Oh, that's interesting because yeah, in so order to do that, a lot of the theaters have to re- well first of all I mean a little bit of theater business I was a projectionist they have to reacquire the reels they have right. to pay and reacquire the reels and the right. rights to film or show that film so we'll see if they do that but I don't know I that think it would be cool 
I mean, only able to go at 10 o'clock to see the first half and then taking a small intermission and then seeing the next one at 12. And if not, people will be doing that with their DVDs at home. Right. If the DVD is released before then. Right. It's pretty much a given. They will definitely. Well, no, it's not. It's not. Movies. Oh, it is. Certain Christmas movies. Certain Christmas movies don't appear on DVD till next Christmas. Yeah, but hype wise. It doesn't even matter if it's out on DVD. They'll still um, they'll still have like a re-release for it. Not all movie theaters will do it, but like um, certain very popular um, uh, theaters in, in a certain area will probably do a special where they release that movie right before the part two, and definitely people will want to see it, especially if, it were, if they yeah. get to see it uh, in the big screen one more time before. You're right. Yeah. It would increase theater sales, and if it were any other yeah, movie, really. I'd be disagreeing, but Harry Potter-wise, I'm pretty sure it would probably be a good idea to re-release, even if they do it wide, you know, just before, at least in most theaters, maybe in IMAX or something. Yeah, definitely. Well, it, well, it really helps the hype. I mean... It does. That's, yeah. They they do it with even just normal movies. All of a sudden, you'll walk into bookstores and see Harry Potter everywhere. You know, yeah. just refreshing people's memories about it. Yeah. Let's take another call now. Joe Martin. Oh, sweet, man. Yeah, man. What's going on? <laughs> You're talking uh, to the best Potter team in podcasting. Welcome to the show. You made the cut. You made the cut. Sweet. What's up, uh, I wanted to ask you guys about what you thought about the first part ending at Shell Cottage. Shell Cottage? After Dobby's buried? Yeah. I think that would be nice. That's a pretty somber note, though. I would walk out crying. It's a heck of a somber note. Seems like the perfect way to end it. That's kind of... um, I feel like it's the most you can get of resolution in the middle. But is but that the middle also, of the book? It's pretty far in the book, though. though. It's I mean, pretty far. Right after that is the um, Green God scene and then the Hogwarts scene, pretty much. Yeah, if you want to count yeah. major scenes to, in order like, to guesstimate which movies they'll be in. Mm-hmm. That would pretty much mean that the last, the second part would be two very big scenes, and then it, that would probably what it consists of, just two big fight scenes. Which would make sense, I think. I mean, you've got to give a lot of time to the, the final battle throughout Hogwarts. Yeah, uh, the bounce Yeah, so mm. I, don't know. I, 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 seriously, I would, I would be crying. Like Do- Dobby was the only part in that book that made me cry. And oh, scene. Oh my I, god. I what actually think, think Shell Cottage would probably be best for the beginning of the second film because Dobby's death will probably be a good first death for that film, rather yeah. than a last death. Yeah, I, I agree, but I don't think that's going to be the first death. I mean. Don't forget Mad Eye. <laughs> yeah. Who has to die? And Hedwig. And everyone. That's going to be. I, I want to see a behind the scenes. Well, uh, I, studies teacher, and, too. Yeah. On, Everybody forgets about her. So, she doesn't okay. matter. Okay. That's why. What? I'm, I'm sure she feels she's I don't think she feels anything. Like yeah. That's what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> um. Charity Burbage, moment of silence for Charity Burbage. But no, honestly, look, I mean, I, I want to see a featurette from the guys who have to explode Hedwig. I, I want to see them and their penitent hearts, who, the guys who do the effect of blowing up Hedwig, I just want to see that featurette on the DVD. I don't I mean, think I'm, talking, I'm getting way ahead of myself, but... I don't think they're really going to show... they got to do a tribute. <laughs> and the explosion with all these feathers going in every direction. Yeah. <laughs> Like you I don't think they, well, that's I how don't. J.K.R. wrote it. I mean, it's as graphic no. as it is in the book. It won't no, be it's accurate. Not. All you just see is just an explosion. That's right. all you see. And you're supposed to connect. I remember that you did not connect the dots with Hedwig being destroyed. But 
Meh. Joe, thanks for calling. Gonna get someone right. else in here now. Um, let's take this guy. Hello, Wes. Yes. Yes. Dude, uh, I think we owe you some thanks because um, you because of my song have created some songs. Actually, maybe I should try to play it right now. Can you play the Mugglecast one? Uh, the new one. Yeah. You know, I think. Oh, well, I'll be darned. I have it right here. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. Let, let's just play a quick sample. Uh, here we go. This is MuggleCast, now the hosts are gonna name They're only just a few, I'll start with Andrew, the main I really love your hairdo, yeah! yeah. They are like HP2, they <laughs> sit every week, so catch up Are these your vocals, Wes? Yeah, yeah Man, you're good, Mikey oh, B! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Oh, you dork. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Uh, so you have a question? Thanks for the songs, by the way. Good. Yes. I, I've been meaning um, to include this on the show or something, but I guess it's all Yeah, if you could do that, that'd be amazing. Oh, it's right um, now. You're... Okay, sorry. Go ahead. My question was, um, because now that they have the movie's going to be in two parts, um, will they add all the main scenes, you know, like... Seven Potters, Gringotts, and like all of that, and also leaving all the details. What do you think? I, I think they have to. I just think the the bar is set so high now. You, there's no room for excuses. You got to You got to include. Frankly, mm-hmm. I think every chapter. They you, already yeah. promised us that. Pretty much, no, they, they pretty much said no. Well, they pretty much stated that's what they're going to be doing. That there's no room um, to edit anything, so they're going to be adding um, all the stuff for especially the fans of the books. Mm. So it would just be like a slap in the face if they just decided to make add more scenes or just drag on um, other scenes just because they're just cheaper to film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. this is true. Um, any other thoughts on this? Anyone? Yeah, Andrew, I needed to add you on LJ. Okay. Can I have your username? Can you? Why? Why? Why is that? Because we're not right we're not friends on LJ. Okay. So, sorry. <laughs> cool. Anyway, um, if you do want to call us, I want to remind everyone right now. If you're in the United States, you can dial one two one eight twenty magic. If you're in the United Kingdom, you can dial zero two zero eight one double four zero six double seven. And if you're in Australia, you can dial zero two eight double zero three five double six eight. And um, Wes, thanks for uh, calling in. Okay, see, I try to be nice and let a girl on, and then she's on hold. I don't get it. Anyway, add to covers. Hello, caller. You're on Michael Guest Live. You're talking to uh, the best team in Potter Podcasting. Oh, hey. I was just interested in what you think of David Yates directing, because my yeah. friends and I are really not happy about that. Ma'am, what, please, what, what's your name or where are you from? Um, I'm Rose, and I'm from Canberra. Camp? Oh, what time is it there? Um, it's 1.42 p.m. Oh, nice. Aussie love. Aussie love. Aussie love. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, we haven't talked about this yet, actually. Well, just a little bit. David Yates. Um, see, I think it's hard to say. It is. Because we've only definitely. seen one movie. I'm definitely going to lay an opinion out there once Half-Blood Prince is out. But right now, I think it's hard to say because you just got to see where he's going with the films at this point. Mm-hmm. Rose, I, what don't what you def- like about him? Yeah, I was just going to ask that. What do- 
Wait, pardon? What, what don't you like about David Yates? Um, well, we just really didn't like Movie 5. We thought that they left way too much out, and the stuff they left in, it was just sort of lame, and we just really didn't like it. I have well, to be it's honest, also, it's, oh, sorry. I, I just want to say, I didn't really like his directing style either. I wasn't really a fan of um, the transition scenes with, through the newspapers and stuff. I just really didn't like that. Or Micah. Or Kevin. (laughs) Well, well, I was just going to say, I think he did a pretty good job considering the amount of time he was given. I mean, it's very hard to judge his directing because he was sort of forced to create a unique transition because of the limited time he was given. That is true. This was the longest book. It was the shortest movie, and they could have made it a bit longer and then say made Snapeswurst's memory longer. I was so disappointed with that scene. And I was I think too. he just could have done a better job. Yeah. But you also I... have to remember the director has very little to do with the actual screen. Exactly. Play. Thank you, Kevin. So, the director so, has only so much direction that he can go with it. Especially, right. I, 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 for one, like David Yates, um, j- just by um, some of his other work uh, he's seen. The, I, I did not like the way the fifth film was written. The screenplay, I thought, was really horrible. Especially, the, in, it's... It, that, that, uh, the, the screenwriter has a lot um, to do with um, how long the film will be also. So it's it's not entirely all David Yates's um, well, then control. Well, let, uh, Matt, let's broaden the question then. I, I mean, I'm assuming since David Yates wants to come back for 7 and he'll do movies 5, 6, and 7, do, are we to assume that the writer and director will be the same from now until the end? Yes. Uh, Steve yep, Close? So, he is, so, yeah. Well, Steve Close is done. He's done. He's still on? Yes. yes. Okay, Why don't we check so, the so, that before well, you then, come on? No, then, <laughs> then Rose's question is the same. You know, it, do you have confidence in the team with David Yates as a director? I mean, it might not be David Yates's fault that. I mean, I agree. I mean, the one the one area I, I agree with is that I didn't like the cut cutting of Snape's first memory. It was very short. Um, I didn't like that. But I guess the question remains the same because of the because the team we had for movie five, you know, is going to be the same team. Yeah, right, exactly. but but the but the team also is given a lot more time with so movie seven. It, right, with movie seven. Um, considering the amount of time they had with movie five, they didn't do that poor of a job. You know, I don't think so either. And I think a lot of right, but I think I think David Yates gets a lot of the um, feedback from the movie when it's really the person who writes a screenplay that determines the length of the scenes. I mean, if there's no dialogue, there's only so much he can do with the scene. Yeah. I really love I, movie five. I definitely, I, but I see David Yates as probably being the best uh, character director, so to speak. Agreed. He, um, he, he interacts with the actors yeah. the best. Um, yep. You could see that, um, it's just as with Daniel Radcliffe alone, he actually gave him tips on how he can be more depressed and, and actually cry. I mean, he gave him the shaking effect where you just come up to someone and just abruptly shake them really fast and they start tearing up. Well, I, mean, I thought that um, Dan Radcliffe, I wasn't, we weren't impressed with him either in movie five. It just seemed to be overdone how he was just... Well, not necessarily impressed with his acting, I'm, but he was definitely a lot better than what the other directors tried to make him cry for, like with uh, Mike Newell yeah, movie in movie three. four with making well, him cry. And movie three was so bad scene in scene in movie three with him yeah, screaming. Yeah. One other, be, one other let me say real quick, one, one yeah. other positive thing about David Yates is that he um, gets along very well with the actors and actresses, and I it, I think that he's, I 
He's a fan of the books. No, no, no he's, he actually read uh, and really got into. He read them a few times. No, but what, I, what I'm saying is, he's um, the cast and crew really like him as a person more so than others, other directors. So I really think that is a huge plus. You're looking at just going with four Harry Potter movies. Just going with what Rose was just saying about Harry, I do think if you want to compare it to Harry in Book Five, he was way more angry in Book Five than he was in Movie Five. So if you do want to talk about overacting, he well, is pretty talking, intense. In the we're book. not talking about relation between the books and the movies, though. We're talking about in a director's aspect. Oh, you're talking about Harry acting, though. Dan Radcliffe not being no, best. no, no, being directed. Hold on, go ahead, Rose. Um, just painted it. I thought it was just. A little better, and it showed it wasn't just straight out anger. I'm so angry all the time, and it was. I think there were just more emotions in there. See, I, I felt differently. I felt in the book he was angry a lot longer before we knew why he was angry, before we were able to make the connection. We only found out at the end, really, about the connection between him and Voldemort, and and that's. I mean, I, I, you could argue we found out at Christmas with the occlumency scene, but to be perfectly honest, you know. The, how that was used and how that could be abused happened at the very end of the book. And book five is a very long book. It's the longest book. I felt that we didn't find out fast enough why he was so angry. And, and that is an opinion thing. That is something you can read completely the opposite way. Well, I, I personally, I mean, m- my opinion of book f- of movie five is horrible. I, I don't like the movie that yeah. much. But I do like David Yates as a director. I think if he just got more... Extra. I, I, I see him in movie six as being a lot better than what he did in movie five. And in movie seven, I, I think he's going to do a really good job. Out of all the directors previously, he'll probably be the best because he actually can relate to um, everyone on the crew and, and just on a better level than the other directors had. So. Mm, yeah. sir. All right, Rose. Well, thank you for calling in. Take some others. Okay, thanks for taking my call. We really no appreciate problem. that. Aussie love. Oops, I cut her off. My bad. A um, couple things, guys, before we take another call. Don't call the other MuggleCast hosters. You have to come talking to the big mama. That's me. I'm the big mama. So um, call me Mama, you he's want. a big girl now. Mama, I'm a... I, I will play it. Don't tempt me. Yeah, I know. Um, another caller right now, Esteban Rojas. Rojas. <laughs> Dude, you got an awesome last name. What's up, Esteban Rojas? Um, well, I don't know, just listen to the show, having fun pronouncing my name. Oh, thanks, Rojas. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, dude? Oh, nothing much. Oh, wait, wait, no, first I have to tell you if you're listening, you're listening to the, the best Potter team podcasting. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, of course I am, I know. Wait, 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 well, what are we? Uh, what are we? Uh, never mind. No, no, we're um, the best Potter team in podcasting, right? We stop gloating, Andrew. Just let him ask. Okay, questions. never mind. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Best Potter yeah, team well, in podcasting. I just want to ask you guys um, more of a book-related question, but it's um, well. Uh, remember when um, when well they told the release date, and Andrew was sort of like, I think it was Andrew. He was sort of worried that Joe wouldn't have enough time to make like the book good enough. Um, after reading it and after going chapter by chapter and going through the, uh, how you think the movie is going to be, do you really think that uh, Deathly House turned out to be as good as it can be? You, sorry, you're asking us a book mm-hmm. question. Is this the book? Qu- yeah, is this about the book? Yeah, sort of, but I'm, it's sort of movie-related. I mean, do you think that Joe could have made 
Deathly Hollows a lot better than it already is. I do. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, well, you can say yeah. that about any book. Any book can be better. Um, yeah. You can't really. You can't necessarily say it's better because it's actually her story. Though. Right. We're probably gonna anger. That's right. very true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, yeah. I let me ju- let me just say I think that gathering. I mean, from what what I think the team is gonna do with this movie. I mean, the hindsight's twenty twenty, as we've said before in the show. And I think if there's anything that anyone's uncomfortable with regarding book seven in the translation to the movie, it's gonna be so much different. To, just to begin with, just because it's being translated for movie, and I think it'll, I think it'll, because they have to worry about splitting it into two. I think the, which we know they're worried about. I think the final product will be very smooth running and almost not. I'm, I'm not going to say as patchy as the book, because the book wasn't patchy at all. The book was, you know, well written. But I think, I think they're going to be able to just through the process of making it ready for a movie. They're going to sh- sort of, I, I don't want to, maybe shape it up. I don't want to. They're not going to add things. Obviously, I mean they might, but yeah, they might. You see, I, I I just think you know I would like them to add things, but at the same time I think I think they're just going to polish it. Maybe maybe where some of us might feel that the book wasn't polished, but I, I mean again I'm well, liking the book the second time around. So, but so do you think I, they're going to add like um, the other characters that they miss in the other movies, like Bill and Charlie, just to make things smoother? Maybe I think they uh, like you know bar raised bar raised. I think they need. Cast yeah. everyone in this. I think I they agree. need Miranda Richardson yep, back. They yeah. need Miranda Richardson they back. Do, of course, it's she, not. But is she it's physically in the movie though. Wait, actually, I mean, hold up. They, they no, need her in the movie. If, hold on, Eric Skull, stop. I need to say something. Goblet of Fire premiere, November two thousand five. That woman, that you know what I want to call her. I can't remember. Is it either Emerson or Melissa? And they said, "Would you come back for the fifth movie?" And she said, "No, I'll let someone else do it." Oh, well, maybe that's like, you know, Bill Murray I love, but the man doesn't do sequels. He has withheld Ghostbusters 3 for 20 years now. He's not a team player, and he's a great person. So I haven't heard about that, but I believe you, Andrew. That would be horrible, but I really want to see Rita Skeeter in movie 7. I don't care if she wasn't physically in the book. They need a a cut scene of some sort where she's torturing Bethilda or doing something because her book is there. Because her book is such a prominent figure, I don't think they could sell that without, without bringing her right. in. You know, or I would love to see them do creative stuff like this. Right. You, you know, creative stuff. Like that. Her role isn't really that big in book five, and it's even le- I mean, it's it's not even in existent in the other books. So. Oh, I know, but the the point is just that you know she said no to coming back, which I thought was kind of lame. Uh, yeah. Kevin, would you something? That's the two. Well, I, I was just going want to make say. her a promise. Well, if you're that set on not coming back, it seems absolutely ridiculous. Kevin? Well, actually, I think she had a bigger role in book seven than in book five. She did. No, she did. I'm just saying in general that she didn't want to come back to the films, and I'm sure she hasn't read the books, so... Does she even come back in the books, or is it it just an interview? No, no, no. I'm just saying in general. She said no to coming back. It had nothing to do with Order of the Phoenix. The actress, yeah. Yeah. Which, like, why would you do that in a way, you know? Because some people just don't, I guess, I don't know, not happy with it. Well, her. you can't some... please everybody. Come on, I guys. guess. She's an actress. She's I, not forced I know. to play this Drama role. Drama queen. Yeah. All right, well, Maybe. Esteban, but she's so good. thanks for calling. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. sorry for sounding so excited at first because, well, I just got through and, you know. How you didn't is. sound excited. Don't apologize. Yeah, I, I, cool. We yeah, love I your name, dude. I talking, like, really fast. You really? sound like you've been playing Super Smash Bros. Brawl all day. Um, actually, I, unfortunately, I haven't because I've 
I was at school all day. You call yourself a Nintendo fan. Test, test. School. Thanks for that. Don't worry. As soon as this is over, I'm going to be brawling all night. So. Oh, good. Good. All right. Oh. Yeah. Talk to you later, Esteban. <laughs> okay, see you. Esteban. Hey, Kevin. Yes. Do you have any of the next-gen systems? Any next-gen systems? No, yeah. I actually don't own one, but uh, my roommates own a 360 and a Wii. Awesome. Those are the two I wish I had owned. Hello, Katie. Hello. Hello. You're listening to the best hey. Potter team in podcasting. What is going on? Um, nothing. Oh, my gosh, I did. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't mean that in a mocking way. I, I get excited, too. I really do. Anyway, thanks for calling. Uh, sorry you've been trying to call, but, like, the thing got screwed up somehow. Oh, it's okay. Anyway, uh, where are you from? I'm from North Dakota. North Dakota. The frozen Ooh, tundra. Cold. I didn't know anybody lived there. I thought that was just... I know. Just... It's, I'm, I'm like the only person, but that's okay because I'm kind of awesome. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, what yeah. is your awesome question? If you're so um, awesome. Okay. Well, I was wondering how they're going to bring Lily back into the story. Like, you know? Yeah. That's... I missed the question? That's one of the biggest probably question marks they're going to have to, I have for that. Bring in Lily back. Because uh, they cut Lily out in the fifth movie. And they as, as, a, as a young woman. Yeah. yeah. The only thing I can think that they would probably do is maybe in the sixth film, since they have the footage, try to bring her as in a memory for Harry. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Because, I mean, you have to know at least what, what she looks like as a young child because they bring her back in the um, Resurrection Stone as that age. Don't they? No. Maybe. They bring them know. as youngers themselves. They bring, or oh. maybe it's just how old they were when they died. Mm -hmm. But I think in the book it says that they were the same age as Harry was when they were Whoa. brought back. Yeah, well, well, not only that, but, I mean, the whole scene with Snape and when he learns about... Snape and Petunia and Lily, so she would obviously have to be there as well. I don't I think... about that scene. Well, well, being the Half-Blood Prince, I mean, this is what I... This is a comment I have for movie six. I wish that they would really utilize Alan Rickman or, or make the Snape character sort of more... Maybe even more the focus of movie six than the Voldemort stuff, which I want to see. I just don't think we're going to get that. I'm, I have a fear that in movie six we're going to get what David Yates has said we were going to get in an interview, which is a lot of the uh, gossip, drama, relationship type, type aspect. I'm worried that, again, come movie seven, maybe now they'll have enough time to do everything right, but... I really I'm worried about all these things they've been putting off and the Snape character. You know, this question how they're going to do the Lily thing, I think they need to get yeah. started or they should have already gotten started with movie 6 trying to make Snape a more fit character to even have that make sense in the movie aspect of things. Well, in movie 6, Snape is the villain. Well, let's just say that Snape is pretty much the villain in in book 6. Well, until he well he he helps he helps Draco. Well, he ends up being the villain though. I but mean, he's so he Snape. Yeah. What? He does. I was going to say when he saves Draco, but um, I don't know. Right, it, right. I was just. I just watched movie five yesterday morning, and uh, you kind of realize at the end um, when Harry is in Umbridge's office, and he says, "You know, they've got Padfoot at where it's hidden." You kind of it does hit hard that Snape is actually the one who sent the order there to the Ministry of Magic. So you I like knew that. that the, I knew that in the fifth book, though. He, he just yeah. stopped and kind of tilted his head a little mm -hmm. bit. But uh, going back to Lily. Um, 
what do you guys think they're going to do? I definitely think a flashback of some sort. Or they David could Yates some... is good at those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I mean, he is. I mean, I, I see Harry looking at a picture of his mother older and then somehow zooming into the picture and showing her younger. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's or, what I see. I mean, you know, uh, they're adding a scene in Half-Blood Prince now. Why, add it, why not add a new scene where um, Harry will ask, say, Hagrid or about his mother's past and Flashback explanation. Well, you never know, though. Set I mean, up. like in Slughorn's office, he may have like a picture of Lily. Oh wait, that's he, the whole point. To... Slughorn goes on and on and on about Lily in book six. Yeah, how so good she was at potions. Plug. That's there's, true. There's, there's definitely ways that they so can plug her in. Any opportunity. This is a great question, and I'm glad we remember that because there's any any moment where Slughorn's raving about her to actually say anything worthwhile about her, or or even to say some kind of offhand comment about Severus Snape falling or. Filing, you know, um, sorry, following her around, mm-hmm. you know, anything like that, anything like that would would be yeah. suitable. They need to start thinking about it though, and at least with this DH split that we found about about, you know, they're thinking, well, we're gonna we're gonna hit a we're gonna hit a pit stop. We're gonna need to deal with this a little bit more intelligently than we have before. Micah, do you have anything to add to this? No, I mean just the scenes that I brought up before, and also, I mean when. I think you could have a flashback scene in Deathly Hollows, possibly, when he's reading the letter in the bedroom. Um, and you could also have possibly something with, uh, you know, remember, we're going to go through that whole night again in, in movie seven where Voldemort recounts exactly what he did when he entered uh, Godric's Hollow. So right. there's right. going to be a lot of Lily exposure in this movie. The, the question is, how are they going to bring her back? I think you know, initially, yeah. I think it just comes to, down to something as simple as adding a scene. Yep. Yeah, adding a scene. Katie, thank you for calling. Yeah, can I just say that you guys um, are doing a really awesome job? Like this live oh, show is you. awesome. Oh, thanks. Can we yeah. Have, have you listened thank to them you. in the past? Are you comparing them to other ones? Well, actually, I listened to the um, entire thing when you, re- you released it or whatever. You know. The seven episode Twelve hour, thing. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was really good. I have to applaud you. I didn't even listen to that when it was on the feed. <laughs> well, thank you, Katie, very much. We really appreciate oh, it. I just said that. One more question. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, go ahead. This is a really two-question <laughs> show. Go ahead. Okay. Um, okay, we're kind of starting a new pad- podcast. And you want to we... plug. And you want us on. No, no, no. And no. you want to know okay. how to podcast. Well, kind of. <laughs> okay, we talk about you guys. Oh, oh wait, is this Muggle oh. Talk? <gasps> oh my god! Andrew did the plug. Andrew did the plug for her. She didn't even need the plugger show. He comes up and tells the whole world they can't plug, uh, and he plugs hey, for her. Hold on. So where are you going with this? All right, you you um, you're part of Muggle well, Talk. Yeah, we're just kind of having technical problems. Uh oh. Well, do, yeah. can it be something I can answer real quick? Yeah. Um, how do you get rid of echoes? How do you get rid when of you're, After Tur- you're done recording. Turn the volume down. Are you recording the Skype conversation? Yeah. Yeah. Turn turn um your microphones. Turn your headsets down when you're recording. The yeah. problem is your microphones are picking up your headsets. We have this problem all the time, but we all record our own separate audio tracks, so I mute everyone when they're not talking. For example, I have one of my earpieces up to my microphone right now. So Eric, say something. Hello. I, I was muted too. Sorry. Uh, I, I see. What happens is I mute myself when I'm not talking. Also, that's a good, a idea. good solution. Do you hear the echo now? Yeah. Yeah. Do you hear the echo now? 
Yeah. Hello. Actually, hello. I can create really oh, bad echo by doing this. Now everyone talk. Okay. Uh, hello. Well, you turned that machine on, didn't you, Andrew? <laughs> no, it was a little echo. thing with the mixer. But yeah, so just mute your things when you're not talking. That's all. That's all. Okay. And um, yeah, just turn your headset. Awesome. Oh, thank you. See and you thank soon. You for calling. I love you guys. We love Yay. you too. <laughs> Listen to the Muggle talk. <laughs> oh, yay. <laughs> All right. Thanks for calling. Bye. Hey, guys. Bye. I just had a Bye. thought, Andrew and guys. Um, assuming. <laughs> what? No. I said I uh, just had a thought. Yeah, Andrew and guys. And Andrew, what is just you, the way you, what are you Well, Laura's not about? on here, right? No. no I, I am. Sorry, Never, I, the, the, it was the way you said it. I thought you were making it. And go ahead. <laughs> Awkward. Excluding Andrew from guys. Right. Debbie okay. Kim. Hello? Debbie Kim. Hi. Hello. Hi. You're hey. on MuggleCast. You're listening to the best team in Potter podcasting. What is going on? Um. Hi. Um. I was wondering. You know how like the trio is obviously going to age when they're filming this. Yes. What do you think they're going to do for like the King's Cross scene, like makeup? In the or, epilogue. Like the last scene. The the epilogue. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, oh, I don't know. That's do you, a good question. Do you think they'll actually have um, fillers like villains? They older actors or? Because I think older actors would really ruin it, but the makeup thing. Like, I don't see. I don't no. see them doing any other thing though, because you can't really age the actors that much using no. makeup. Yeah, and I feel like it would come off sort of cheesy if they tried to do that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So I, I think that they probably have to have villains, like just older versions of themselves. Yeah, see, I wouldn't even call them villains because they are they are much older. So right, you would yeah. they're you know they're older and, Harry. They're built as older. And knowing Harry. that some David Yates, they'll probably have an adult um, adult actors um, portray the, the trio. But what will probably happen, since knowing it's David Yates directing, he'll probably have a little. Um, um, little memory montage of all the of him and Ron and Hermione at Hogwarts on the Hogwarts train when they were leaving. Or oh, that would be nice. Oh, that like him so reminiscing nice. and then seeing, and then it kind of flashes back to his kid, his son running over to Hogwarts, and then it'll be like that. That'll be the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it'd be kind I of a cheap shot. If they didn't. Yeah. I kind of have another question too. Okay, good. That's like okay. with the split. Do you think like? You know how you've talked about, like, in India, I think, they do intermissions? Yeah. Do you think some theaters, like, internationally or even, like, here would keep part one for a while and then maybe bring it back for part two? They, like, that's what we were talking deal? about earlier. They can't. They're contractually bound to return. Theaters um, Theaters get movies and they're allowed to have them for a certain amount of weeks. Then they have to return to the distributor. The distributor, I mean... What we were talking about earlier is doing a wide re-release of part one in conjunction with part two, in which case the distributors would send the reels out, the companies would get together, and movie theaters would have to pay for the reels again, And but they, they could not keep them for months. Right. This is a right, security hazard uh, and everything. Also remember we were talking about them releasing the DVD prior to the second part, in which case oh, they could yeah. probably contract out with Warner Brothers. I mean, Warner Brothers would love having movie theaters show the first part than the second. Because I agree. all it's going to do is have more people come mm-hmm. and see the movie. I think more movies. So it's going to promote their DVD. It's going to promote their new movies. So Definitely. I Absolutely. think it's a win-win situation. 
Everyone I wins. Agree. That might be the show title today. Everyone wins. Everyone wins. Debbie, thank you for calling. Thank you for picking up. Oh, thank you for calling again. <laughs> hey, guys, on that subject, um, I just want to say something real quick. Do you guys think Movie 7, with this split, I now it's my opinion that Movie 7 won't work and several other things. I mean, Movie 7 won't work if they show Hogwarts when, only when it appears in the book. Do you guys agree with that, or do you not agree with that? What I mean is, they would need to sh- they need to show what's happening at Hogwarts before, sort of halfway through the second part of DH when they finally get there. Yeah, I, I, I think they need to show a more worldly, like what's going on, that sort of thing. And yeah, I think they're going to do tidbits of updating you with the other characters that aren't being shown, but I don't think it's I going to be. I hope not. Because that's something that doesn't happen at all in the books. But that, that's, what a, that's one of the things we were talking about, flaws of the book. Things I don't like is that you, know, you go so long and then find out all the stuff that has happened. I mean, and, and with, with the exception of mm-hmm. Ginny's break into Snape's office, that sort of thing. But they could turn those into whole scenes and kind of keep the whole world effort kind of thing going. Right. And you don't want, okay, okay. You don't want the Neville There's catch-up someone. scene being you know, 20 minutes long. So. Exactly. And that's what happened, Terry. Matt, why don't you want it? Uh, why don't? Why are you? Why are you concerned? What? Why are you oh, concerned? I don't. I, I, I honestly, I hope they don't put Hogwarts in the first part at all. It's not relevant, and it's. Uh, it's. It's death. Death. Hogwarts is. It's only completely relevant. This is because it's taken. Terry's wondering what oh, Jenny's doing. <laughs> but it's not part of the book. Look. They have another it's completely relevant. The they don't want to add Harry, anything. Yes, it is part of the book. It's, it's in the background Harry, of the book. The whole story is from Harry's point of view. We don't want to skip off Hogwarts for a little scene that we just don't want to think about. The, the only in order to, to make a movie, they need to. But in order to make the world real, they have to also. I mean, I just think it would be intuitive but, uh, and creative. And I mean, Harry is wondering what Ginny's up to at the very moment. I think in order to keep the cares? characters going, otherwise, most of the characters are not going to show up till the battle at Hogwarts. We're exactly. talking all the teachers, all the characters, all the students. All See, of them. I think that would be fine. It's not necessary. It's not necessary to add all that stuff at Hogwarts so, in the first film. With I, the exception of, I mean, post-wedding scene, we're talking a cast of eight characters. It's a hair. It's it's a it's it's, it's a personal movie between Harry. Harry comes back to Hogwarts the second part. We don't want to see Hogwarts until it's actually necessary of what's happening. Yeah, guys. It's save, always necessary. Let's say this. Kind of, this, not. this would be a good topic for a for a pre-recorded are, show. But audiences are already knowing that they're not going back to Hogwarts after the end of book six because that's what well, Harry. Well, get a surprise. I mean, I think David Yates could totally do something worthwhile. I mean, and tell a movie story. That's yeah. what Quaron was. That's a good thing about Quaron. He wasn't afraid to differentiate from the book if he was telling a story. He told the story. You know, whether he did that good or not is anybody's opinion. But Quaron was able to tell a story yeah. and I think if you're telling the story of what the world is actually doing falling to a dictator here's the other question then that follows this question do you think Voldemort's going to be realistic or not is Voldemort realistic in the books are they going to try and make him realistic in the uh, movie by giving him a worthwhile sort of uh, fear and following well, well, are they we'll going to take in another time? podcast though Eric. Yeah, we're going keep, way is... too long we got to add some more callers this so is... we'll add this to the topic another time yeah of, of course now I'm waiting for a the calls to come in. Um, Jamie actually is bored, so he wants he wants us to call again. I'm not sure why, but actually, you I think, called Jamie before. I think, <laughs> yeah, we yeah, man, we called him before. Let's get another caller in here right now. 
Hello, caller. You're listening to the best part of team in podcasting. What's going on? <laughs> Lisa, hello. Okay. She's okay. taking our suggestions That's what happens and uh, when you're muting starstruck. herself. Janine, <laughs> you're on the uh, Potter Best Podcast, whatever it is. Hi, I'm glad you said my name right. Hey! Well, of course, Janine's hey. a pretty simple name. Well, most people say Janie instead of Janine. Janie? Oh, I know someone named Janine. Oh. Maybe that's why. Anyway, what's your question today? Wait, I'm like following your rules, and I have a, sort of a Twilight question for you, Andrew. Uh-oh. Okay. Oh, Andrew hasn't even read the books, so. though. Right, make well, it quick, though. Make it quick. Good, okay. go. Ahead, go. Um, so Stephanie Meyer is having a book signing in San Diego. I want to know if you're going to be there. Yes, I'll be there. Okay, uh, taking the next call. Oh, darn, the next caller hung up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, seriously, I'm planning on going. Not even kidding. Yeah, Twilight has. Chloe, hello, Chloe. Hi. Hi. Yeah, we had to rumble your mic before. You know, Uh-oh. never mind. Anyway, <laughs> what's up? What's going on? <laughs> not much. I'm so excited that I got through. Well, you get through every show. Why is this exciting? You <laughs> know. Well, I was I was sitting around and I was having technical difficulties. Oh. And I was like, that's not fun. Well, what's your question? However, do you have a question. Uh, yeah, I do have two questions. Let's hear them. Okay, so one, I thought. Maybe a good splitting point for the movies. It's a little predictable, but maybe right after Ron leaves. Yeah. No. You know what? A lot of people were sending that in uh, via feedback. I think. Yeah, yeah, they were. I think that's yeah. a very valid one because I think that's a big cliffhanger, especially for people who don't haven't read who the haven't books. Read the books. Yeah. You know, the main trio guy is left, <gasps> or one of the main trio guys is left. Yeah. And your other question? Sorry, sorry, I'm um, rushing him. Yeah, my other one is for the DVDs. Do you think that they might release the first part of the movie on a DVD and then give you, like, a credit or a number and Um, then send you the second one? No, they won't do this for money. I mean, yeah, I wasn't sure. Yeah, I don't think so. Unless you want to pay 60 bucks up front and be promised... The second part of movie seven. At that I point, wouldn't trust the company. Yeah, at and, that point, and wait for the shipping. Yeah, yeah. At that point, yeah. you're, you're just losing money too. With, yeah, I wasn't sure what that was. Yeah. The, yeah. the best they would probably do is just give you like a little card in the DVD case and just say, um, "Pre-order your book via WarnerBrothers.com or something." <laughs> exactly. Or your next exactly. Movie. Yeah, exactly. Or movie. Sorry, next movie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. So I wasn't sure. Yeah. That would be like, yeah, I. I really, I actually, I really like the Ron idea because, especially if people haven't seen the movies, then, uh, or I mean the books, haven't read the books, then mm-hmm. they have no idea what's going on, and then WB gets to freak everybody out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, good questions, Chloe. Thank you for calling in, Chloe. Chloe All right. Chloe. Thank Chloe. you, Chloe. Hi, <laughs> Chloe. Bye. 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 I think our our phone lines are down. Our actual um phone lines because nobody's calling in via the phones. They're all calling in via uh, the MuggleCast Skype thing. Anyway, Elliot, you're on uh, live Potter podcasting best. What's going on? No way. Yeah, way. <laughs> Good. I'm excited. <laughs> I can tell from your voice. Okay. Question. Okay. Okay. Answers. I was wondering what you would guys thought about um, Marco, if they on. would try to play up the whole Grindelwald Dumbledore thing. Um, you know, after J.K. Rowling, oh please yes, and all that stuff, they please try to yes, make it a bigger deal. <laughs> please yes, I don't think so. <laughs> I think I think they just leave it the way it is. I think so too. Um, it's, it's because 
J.K. Rowling's last interview recently, she she emphasized it very much that Dumbledore is a character that happens to be gay, not yeah, that's a true. gay character. Yeah. So it's it's not relevant to the story. They wouldn't add it. Yeah, yeah I, I don't. Right. I wouldn't really want them to. I just wasn't sure if they would. Yeah, I, I don't think they will, especially oh, um, just the whole situation. But see, Michael Gammon has been uh, has been you know, uh, what have they been calling it? Mucking it up or whatever the English term is. Uh, yeah. He's been playing around with that whole Dumbledore's gay thing, so that would be funny. But like a little wink or yeah. something—I don't know. <laughs> so, or if he's like looking at like a uh, uh, like a little diary and there's pictures of Grindelwald scrapped in there. Oh no 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 no! Okay, die. yeah, actually, I I, I, I had just no. said I thought it was relevant. I thought we were talking about something else. No, I don't think Dumbledore's gay thing is relevant, and that it should not be in. Um, I mean, if, if we you know, didn't not, know if we did not know about it before she told well, us, of course. there's no reason yeah. for them to. But Michael Gambon can joke around, etc. But yeah, it's just I don't think it'll be anything they'll keep in. You know. Yeah. You know. All, All right, right, Elliot. Thanks for calling in. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. No problem. Bye. <laughs> um, okay. Let's take one more caller. Then there's two people we're gonna call: Jamie and then someone else. Um, okay. I won't ruin the surprise. Oh, oh, wonderful, perfect. Karen, hello. Hey, can you uh, bring your volume up a little bit? Oh. By a little bit, I mean a lot. Your friend's computer. Good excuse. In the meantime, Ben will sing, or Matt will sing a song. Yeah. Karen, you're really low. Can you hear me now? No, we can, but you're really Good. low. What's your question? What's your question? Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's better. We'll better, boost you. What's better. your question? Okay, well, I just wanted to comment about something that you said before about the epilogue. Okay. Um, and how the um, trio actors couldn't play the... Uh, hold on, sorry. Adult actors? I how okay, they about play- how the trio actors couldn't play the older versions of right. themselves. Um, I just want to point out that at that time, they'll be, like, 19 and... Um, or 23. Uh, but yeah, but no. but I mean, you'll but still be looking. They, they can change the age. But, yeah, and in Back to the Future, I mean, that was made in '85, and they took people from like 20 to 40, and it worked out fine. Perfect example: Crispin Glover and was it Leah Thompson played, uh-huh. you know, uh, played uh, Michael J. Fox's parents, and they were his age. And because they had to go back 30 years in time, and so that he could see them when they were young, you know, they played them young selves and their old selves. I think. And I think it'll be okay with today's with today's makeup. If they can make a whole planet of the apes, they can do older Harry, Ron, and Hermione, and they'll be twenty or twenty-three at the time. And Dan's what eighteen now, and we're talking in three years' time, so it'll be twenty-one. And yeah. I think that's I think that's definitely plausible. And I mean, the only way that I could see them not like wanting to film it is because then they'd have to cast all the kids. But I mean, I, I think they could. Definitely do it. It is yeah. well. It's it's also more than ten years. It's it's almost. A, yeah. They have to be at least twenty years older. I'm thinking because. Well, Harry, think about Eddie Murphy. Youngest, sure, well, Harry's youngest son though is playing. Well, that's different. He's more. He's more an adult. But I I think that the the trio is still going to be aging really quickly. But I just don't think they they have the facial features to portray at least fifteen years older than they actually are. Right. And for yeah. it to come off well, you 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 want to you don't want it to be. I think I've used the word before about corny. You don't want it to be. But the whole epilogue was you know, corny, Kevin. Yeah, no, but, but corny I mean, in the sense of wow, this looks like they tried too hard to make Dan Radcliffe look old. 
You know, it's just like, easier if they have a, a separate actors pl- portraying them, um, their characters. Mm-hmm. It shows that it, it's it's been a long time since it happened. Well, right. I don't know how I feel about that. It's, like, I, it's I, sort of like Narnia. Yeah, you know, like they yeah. did in the the movie. They they had they couldn't have made those actors look any older. I mean, some of them were extremely young at the time, yes, but yeah. some were old enough. I mean, some of them it's, were in. Actually, you're right. I think I think Kevin and, and this caller have brought up both very good uh, examples of how it could or couldn't work. Excuse the ringing. I still appreciate the optimism, but I think Kevin, you're right too. Yeah, Karen, thank you for calling. Can uh, we plug your website real quick? Hmm? Can we plug okay. your website real quick? You have created some great designs for uh, MuggleCast, hey, actually. Yeah. Hold on. Hold, oh, sorry, Jamie. Hold on one second. I like screwed okay. up. I screwed up the whole. Oh, there we go. Um. Yeah, so Karen, what's your website? Sorry. Um, well, my website is karenkevitt.com, and then there's a link to the MySpace, which, which is myspace.com slash karenkevitt. Sweet. You are a great designer. If you, if you don't mind, can I just plug one other thing, my newest project? <sighs> uh, sorry, what um, is it? Sorry? Um, my newest project, the duct tape experience. Basically, I'm making Harry Potter-related things out of duct tape and selling them. <laughs> cool. Oh, I think I've seen those on eBay, actually. You sold a couple wallets and something? Well, yeah, those are in the process of selling now. Oh, okay. So, okay, can cool. you make a duct tape Hogwarts for me, please? A, a duct tape Hogwarts, like the castle? Yeah, totally. Sure, if you want. Donate I mean... to MuggleCast, send it to the Obama. There you go. <laughs> or, or just take okay. some pictures, because I, I will. Uh, I'm bookmarking your site right now, Karen. I think that should be that should be a task. That should be a task. A duct tape Hogwarts. I think you can do it. I'm looking at your portfolio. It's amazing. I have faith you can do it. All right, Karen. Well, and, thank and you for not, calling. If if not, you'll get so tired of duct tape that you'll think, "What a dumb idea this was to begin with." Oh, and I can never know. get tired of duct tape. <laughs> Neither could I. All right, thanks, Karen, for calling. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. All right, let's get Jamie in here now. Oh, jeez. I think I'm gonna have to call him again. I think I screwed this. Hold. Hang up. See this darn Skype. You know they always get you with something or another. Um. Anyway, we're not gonna take any more calls today. Thank you. Uh, for everyone who has been calling in, sorry we couldn't get to your call. We just get bombarded oh. with calls, um, and it's it's rough hey. trying to get everyone in. Jamie, what's going on? Hey, what's dude. Up? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Hey, dude, what's up? Going uh, on. Long time. I, Jamie, yeah. since we last spoke. Yeah, long time. Yeah, like an hour. <laughs> and in an hour, I've achieved so much. Jamie, Jamie, we're making MuggleCast history. Kevin Steck is back on tonight. Really? Say hello, hello Kevin. Hello, Jimmy. What's up, Kevin? Not much. Hey, Kevin. Yeah? Do you know in Harry Potter what the uh, coin after a Canute is? The coin a after can- a Canute. Canute? A you know that? Not? Do you mean getting larger, Jamie? Uh, yeah, getting larger. What's next? Kevin, answer it. Uh, no, not on the spot. Not Dude, the Kevin. silver one. The silver one. You know what I mean? No. Dead, dead air. I can't even remember. Okay, Jamie just hang up. Hung up. I don't know why. Hang up? I would Jamie hang up hang on you up. too, Kevin. That That's depressing. What? Hey, you put me on the spot. No, I, I know, man. He puts me on the spot all the time, and it's horrible. Let me try to get him in uh, real quick. Mm. Apparently the call drops. He just said, I can you hone again? 
Yes, I'll hone Jamie. Whatever that heck hone. What does hone mean? Kevin, look it up. Failed to call ordinary phones. I think we're I think we're out of Skype out credits. I think that's the problem. Oh, I think we're out yeah. of Skype call out Papa. credits. That is the kind of budget we ever have here on the show these days. We had two fifty to use. Um, oh darn! I was gonna call. Uh, I guess let me let me try to call someone else real quick. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah. So how about that? How about that? Deathly Hallows split. Did you guys hear about that? Yeah. Yeah. No. no. What's going on? Um, apparently, they're splitting Deathly Hollows into two films because they want to make money. Actually, no, they want to. Um, well, basically, yeah, they want to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, I got an email here. Um, we uh, could it. talk about for, for a couple it. minutes. Go for it. Actually, oh, wait. <laughs> apparently, we can call U.S. numbers. Purchase but more I, credit there, Andrew. No, I don't know. I'm, apparently, the U.K. thing's not working. Let's see if oh. he answers. I hope he answers. Mystery caller. Not even you guys know who I'm calling. That's half the fun. Anyone want to take back? I don't. You don't know? Oh, you d- you no. know. Yeah, I know. Should I read off the number? Yeah, you should, actually. Sorry, I missed the call, but if you leave your name and number, I'll get back to you. Alex Carpenter. Too busy for us. I think it's Alex. Have an awesome day. Oh, sweet. Let's leave a voicemail. Yeah, we're going to. Al- okay, listen, you text me, you're like, yo, man, I'll be on the show. Yeah, just uh, call me, because my internet's not working. And where are you? You're not here. Thanks. Yeah, uh, hey, 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 Mr. Uh, Mr. Remus Lupins. The Remus okay. Lupins. Mi- Mr. Mr. The Remus Lupins. Alex okay. just texted me. You call? Yes, I just called, sir. Yes, oh. I just called. Let's try calling him one more time. Obviously, this is a... Uh... This is going, going, going places. Failed to call ordinary phones? Uh, Skype is not working well for us today. Anyway, I think it is time to wrap it up for today. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah I think it's time. It is getting long. Hey, um, everyone, that's what she said. So much hey, the email. Oh, sorry, sorry, Micah, what's the email? Uh, it's from Brad in Canada. He wanted to know, um, you know, with this finally being announced, what do you guys think for John Williams coming back? Oh, oh. that would be cool. That would definitely be cool. Matt, Mr. I'm Soundtrack so bummed. Nerd. What do you mean? Why are you so bummed? Oh, he can't. It's not going to happen. Why is it not going to happen? Don't think Tell it... everyone. Because Nicholas Hooper will probably be on it. Oh, I thought you were going to say because he already has some movies to score. No, no but... it's, just, it's, it's technically the directors um, and the composers usually stick with each other. And Nicholas Hooper and David Yates already have a pretty good relationship. So Nicholas Hooper, if David Yates directs it, Nicholas Hooper will compose it. I see. Uh, Makes sense. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, um... Actually, I mean, I'm fine with Nicholas Tuber doing it. I just, you know, John Williams would be a nice nice tie. You know what? Maybe they should let John Williams direct part two, or compose part two. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe they'll give him a... Maybe John Williams will lend Nicholas Hooper a theme or something. Maybe. Yeah. Honestly, well, they all—he's already done that. They tend to rehash it. Yeah, I mean, like a new one. We need Alex Carpenter. Alex Carpenter. Yeah, it's it's not going to happen tonight. Um, But I think with that, we will wrap it up for today for this live episode of MuggleCast. We hope everyone's enjoyed listening tonight. Um, There are a few people we want to thank. 
First of all, Ustream for hosting us tonight. Ustream.tv. Everyone who's listening now knows knows the site very well. It's fantastic. You can uh, stream your videos for free and and your podcast for free. It's great. So thank you so much to Tim and everyone else at Ustream. Mm-hmm. Um, also, and I want to. I also I want to thank uh, Lucas for helping moderating the uh, chats tonight. Um, also, shout out goes to my old high school Shawnee TV because um, they hooked me up with an Ethernet cable that I needed today in order to uh, connect. I needed a really long Ethernet cable, and I didn't want to spend $150 to buy one, so I got one from them, so uh, sweet. Um, also, Mason just wanted me to mention real quick that uh, he's still accepting donations for the American Cancer Society. Visit MuggleCast.com for um, a donation link. He says, because of you guys, we have broken $1,000 for cancer, oh for American Cancer Ooh. Society. Really cool. That is I'm really, really cool. proud awesome. of everyone for that. Yes. And I still haven't donated, so I'm going to donate. I, I, I've wanted to, oh. so I will. No, seriously. Shame on you. Do it. It's simply a matter of funds. Do it tonight. Ten, will, $5. Will $5. Yeah, of course. $5 okay. is the minimum donation. Just go to MuggleCast.com, and there's a link there. You might have to scroll down a little bit, but it is there. Um, yeah. I th- I think that does it for this. Uh, this is going to be episode 136. I'm going to probably release this later tonight, I think. Yeah. So. Well, no, no, no. You, you forgot to thank the people who are listening. Oh, and thank all of you. Thank you oh, all. Oh, way to kiss up. The <laughs> chat just said, I love Matt. I love Matt. I love Matt. Oh, love brother. Matt. Oh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> 780 people listening right now. Thank you, for, thank you, everyone, for listening very much. I think at our peak, we had 1,300 people listening, which is definitely wow. a new record for us. Definitely before I came on. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Eric, it just cut in half once you joined in. Sorry. Just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> just like the movie. Anyway. Kevin, man, Kevin. Kevin, thanks for coming on. You're welcome. I expect you back soon. We'll do. Silence? Okay, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't want to pull off it. Remember, you're uh, paying uh, me, Andrew. <laughs> yeah. I expect yeah. a check. Oh, that's right. I paid you. Hmm. Um, Don't forget. What? Jimmy D. Jimmy D. Yeah, Jimmy D. Yeah, okay. coming up soon. What are you talking no. about? Oh, we forgot. Is this right. a Journey reference? <laughs> no, After the Jim show. Dale. Oh, Jim oh, Dale. Jeez, oh, oh, Jimmy Dale. D. Oh yes. Gosh. Sorry. I thought it was like a drink made off from Sunny Delight or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You guys know that uh, we will be. Uh, you know, you you think you know? Oh, they recorded two hours. They're done for this week. You know, Michael Cast is over because they're ending. Heck no. We're recording another show tomorrow that will be released uh, Sunday night or Monday, as usual. And this show will probably go on the feed tonight, Thursday night. Yeah. That'd be awesome. So it's been a great show. Oh, yeah. Thank oh, you. Totally. Thank- it's been great. We had a returns of Ben and Kevin, and Jamie came on, and we almost had Alex Carpenter on. So it was, it was a win-win. Well, I- Everybody wins. Everybody After wins. the show, I'm going to do my <laughs> Alex Carpenter impression. Okay. It's All right. Amazing. <laughs> All right. I, mean, I almost don't want right. to leave. I don't want to leave. But we have to. Well, we've been prolonging well, this ending for, what, 10 minutes? Well, there was a yeah, lot to say. Yeah, I, yeah. There's a lot of people. Well, okay, well, I'll just do it now because we couldn't get the real Alex on. So I'm going to do my Alex Carpenter impression. Okay. Right here. Okay? Ready? Yeah. Okay. I don't care how much you write. Not going back to Privet Drive. Spend the summer at the borough with my girl. Yeah. We're going looking out for trouble. We're going to finish this, this time around. Everybody, ba-ba-ba, ba-ba-ba. Uh, 1,900, 800. Yep, number of listeners. <laughs> 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 Sorry. All right. Ba-ba-ba. 
Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, we'll he see you Sunday for episode 137, I think. Bye. Right? 137, yeah. Bye, yeah. everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. See you.